0: Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag Free, whoever he is. Get your
2: Why the fuck is
1: the gas so
2: hot?
1: I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and nothing feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. The first reading of the
3: second quarter GDP, it's going to be out imminently. Edward Lawrence has the number.
1: This is a negative
2: number for the second quarter. First reading, 0.9%. It's decreased. 0.9%. So then again, the first quarter estimate, final estimate was 1.6% decrease. Now we have a first estimate of the second quarter decrease of 0.9%.
0: So if you look at the common definition of a recession, that is a recession for the first half of this year.
2: I don't want to hear any more of these lies. Passing the CHIPS bill is going to put another $72 billion for incentives and tax credits to expand semiconductor production. The Inflation Reduction Act will add another $370 billion in clean energy tax credits in reconciliation, including incentives to accelerate domestic production of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical materials processing. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. (laughs) I doubt it. You are fake news. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) I agree very fake. that was four days ago five days ago i will eat your ass come on man i'll do it all right america go to the youtube right now big ups to rebecca
3: for keeping matt woke congratulations <laughs> to both of you you're awesome we'll do
2: it live i, got it. I can i'll write it and we'll do it live
0: Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the very best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is the Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Hey, didn't we do a, a show about how Biden has corona last week or... It's my memory fuzzy. Uh, yeah, he we did. We he did. has Corona again this weekend. And I say again, not because Corona lasted all week, but because he tested negative on Tuesday, was out with other people all week thereafter, and then yesterday tested positive again. Apparently, he pulled the Dr. Fauci expert move of taking mm-hmm. Pfizer's treatment drug that sometimes makes coronavirus come back, at least as far as the tests are concerned.
3: Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. That huh re- to my dad, you know.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, but it was months later and he had like no symptoms. He had to take a test for something.
0: All I know is whatever's going on with that drug, it has no implications for the effectiveness of their uh, vaccine, which remains uh, unquestionable. We'll leave it at that. Uh, We'll discuss all that. Plus, uh, much more important news than whatever diseases Biden has. uh, The diseases that our economy has or does not have But we do have a uh, second consecutive quarter of declining GDP, which means to some people of uh, a mindset of yesteryear, I suppose, that the economy is officially in uh, recession or not. No, it's not. Instead of um, debating how best to improve our fortunes, the White House insists uh, or still insists that we um, we debate the definitions of words instead. Because even if this is a recession, it sure doesn't sound like one to Joe, a man who. I'm not sure is capable of hearing anything at all anymore oh, in sake. his elder years. <sighs> uh, and don't worry about it anyway, whatever we decide to call it. It's fine because Joe and his fellow Democrats are preparing massive new spending bills to somehow fix it. The largest of which now includes the inexplicable support of the formerly opposed Joe Manchin. Manchin says he has not actually changed his mind. It's just this new bill will fix inflation And no, says Joe Manchin, it does not raise taxes. So I guess the definition police got to Joe Manchin as well. We were trying to figure out all day why. What was it? Schumer has a picture of Manchin touching a kid. That is the only. I could
3: not find that picture. I got on the dark web, couldn't find it.
0: It's got to be out there. Someone. Well, I don't know if anyone has. Truly, uh, though,
3: I do not know why he's doing this.
0: It it is a bizarre. uh, It's a bizarre uh, change of mind for Manchin, but his explanations. For changing his mind or denial that he's changed his mind are, are even more bizarre still. So we'll get into that. Plus, uh, despite a now declared monkeypox emergency in San Francisco, the kink show must go on. And so the kink show did go on over the weekend. Just before live, I am notified there were precautions taken. You had to demonstrate monkeypox vaccination before getting on stage to get chained or whipped. And they did spread apart the booths at this event, even though. You have to spread apart other things <sighs> good God, to prevent like monkeypox.
3: Now I have to be bombarded with all this faggot stuff with the next pandemic. Like it has to be some gay thing. I heard Tucker Carlson. He asked the audience what they should rename monkeypox and schlong COVID one.
0: You know, that's pretty good. I, uh, <laughs> I can't argue. It, it is funny, but I will point out that this show and this audience renamed monkeypox a much funnier name before schlong COVID. I can't take credit for it. I don't remember who in the audience got it, but... We asked when Monkeypox was declared racist, what should we call it? The winner was Floyd AIDS. (laughs) Floyd AIDS. Don't you remember that? I
3: like that. I like it.
0: I'm Um, sticking with
3: Puff Pox too. I like that. And Faggot Flu. (laughs) I got those I got those submissions. I'm sticking
0: with Floyd AIDS. I like Floyd AIDS. All right. Uh,
3: I can't beat over That's so funny. <laughs>
0: we have, we have uh, hoax hate as well. And before we get out of here, tonight's movie review is Man on Fire. So uh, stick around. We'll catch up with your super chats in between topics as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good lowdown money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show for as little as a buck a month over on the website. That is com. We also have show merchandise for sale on the site. Plus, we have offers from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is our friends at Hero Soap Company.
2: Do you love freedom?
0: Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company, made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance-free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. That's right. When you try Hero Soap Company, not only are you getting a great-smelling all-natural product, not only are you supporting military service members at home and abroad, Not only do bald eagles circle you in admiration of your patriotism, but when you subscribe, Hero will send their soap straight to your door each month, so you never have to remember soap at the store again. And if you're not a bar soap person, no problem. Hero also offers their soaps in a liquid form as well. Hero Soap offers listeners of this show 10% off all their products using promo code MCLISTENER. That's promo code MCLISTENER for 10% off everything from Hero Soap Company, you can find everything you need from Hero Soap, plus other great deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Western Razor Company, Phoenix Ammunition, Center and Defense Technologies, and more. That's at mediacom slash deals, deals by listeners, for more listeners. listeners. Uh, quick reminder, or not a well, a reminder to the Wednesday show people, but I haven't mentioned on Sunday. We're not doing a call-in show this Wednesday, uh, August 3rd. It is canceled but the call in show stream will return as normal Wednesday, August 10th. No change of course to the Sunday show schedule. We will be here as usual. One other quick announcement. Uh, I have another columnist writing over on the website, uh, Zach Ingram, who has listened to the show for a little while now and, uh, uh, supports the show as well. And that's much appreciated. And he's, uh, writing, uh, a regular column over on the website. So his, uh, his first entry is about the saga of uh, Alex Stein and AOC, uh, and that's up currently. We're still uh, working on getting everything up and running, but anytime you need reading material, we are working on building that out on the website. So do check that out. You can find all the columns, including my weekly movie review column linked on the homepage of the website, com. Let's see. We had a, uh, a meetup in uh, Sydney uh, apparently. And, uh, looks like everyone's having a, um, Sydney, Australia, of course, looks like everyone's having a, a good time. I did, uh, receive an explanation for the general lack of beards in this photo. Of course. Yeah, what the
3: hell is going on?
0: One guy sporting the proper beard, but, uh, the explanation, the following explanation was provided blonde. Please forgive, uh, or, uh, please forgive us for our poor beard game. Two beardists went to watch the gay league <laughs> And got monkeypox and couldn't make the event. I don't know what the gay league is, though.
3: I don't know. You think that your beard would prevent you from getting monkeypox? right?
0: <laughs> I guess it depends how in there you get. Uh, anyway, remember, you can find fellow listeners of the show in your area. Even in exotic, faraway places like Sydney, Australia, by checking out the community page of the website, mediacom slash community. And uh, speaking of the community... Um, we uh, a family that uh, that is in the community, of course, is uh, seeking help after a house fire. Uh, I yeah. know that you know this family personally, so perhaps you can explain it better than I can. I
3: do. I've I've seen them running in some social circles in um, in Court Lane, and then they were like, we are fans of the Mad and Blanche back when it was Beauty and the Beta, and then we became they become dear friends of mine. So they ended up having an electrical fire in the attic of their house, uh, and luckily, I believe. Um, my friend lucky i believe his mom and his daughter like sniffed it out and figured out what was going on but the the firemen came and wet down all of their stuff everybody is safe and fine and i think they had dogs too that are safe and fine but um before the insurance money comes in they have to like get a new house and do all this stuff (laughs) and so uh they sent me a link through their give send go and i told them that i would plug it on the show so if they're listening i'm glad you guys are doing okay um, and do we have it up? I, 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 do, I can't yeah. see. I don't know if the audience it, knows, but I can't see what's up on our screen at any given time. <laughs> Except for the uh, videos,
0: but yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I'm so, I'm so glad that they're okay. I mean, I don't even think their smoke alarms went off.
0: Well, it sounds like according to the description, the whole family's okay. It's just a matter of property damage and having to, uh, get out and find yeah. a new place to live. So they're asking for help in, um, in getting storage to store their stuff and to, to pay, uh, you know, to pay the, um, the upfront costs of getting a new apartment and all of those sorts of things or wherever they need to live. They also are looking to replace those clothes that were lost in uh, some of the ceiling collapse and the water damage from the fire department response. So any support for the, the Bernard family is greatly appreciated. I've linked their gives and go uh, atop the description. And of course, the show has made a contribution for their recovery as well. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and hope your family is doing well, uh, despite the circumstances. Yeah, let's see. Real. Uh, I also have a bunch of art this week.
1: I saw. It's Are good. I ready.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we got from Paige. I don't even know what to make of this, but it is a soy jack contribution. I don't, I'm don't. i in blackface, you're in yellowface, and we're admiring who is, the greatest who of on all.
3: was on your shirt? I couldn't figure it out. I, know, I thought I, it was Chris Cuomo first.
0: What's important is that we're admiring the greatest gas stations that exist on planet Earth, town pump. but uh, But yeah, whoever's on my shirt, I don't know. I just know it's not gay. It's definitely not gay, whoever it is. <laughs> um cesarean pizza also sent us a soyjack contribution he said this was to just this, this was uh some original art done to portray our disagreement in movies so i gather it's a jurassic park t-rex fighting you as a replicant i think uh oh, from, from blade, runner. blade runner and then there's kind of a josie wales figure but we actually both liked we josie both like josie wales, liked
3: Jesse wales yeah. so
0: in any case, the quality of the art is very, very high. Thank you for that, Caesarean Pizza. Wait, where's the and Josie
3: Wales thing? The guy on, on T-Rex The guy pack? on the T-Rex,
0: I think, ah. is supposed to be a Josie Wales uh, type character, right?
3: There was that one movie with Brad Pitt that I hated. Didn't oh, you maybe,
0: you like uh, Yeah, maybe it's supposed to be... Maybe you're right. Maybe it's supposed to be... It also uh,
3: had a long, faggy name. Uh,
0: the, uh... It was uh, Jesse James. The assassination
3: of... Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. You like that, right? By
0: the coward Robert Ford. Uh, I didn't give it a five, but I liked the movie.
3: I hated that movie so maybe that's maybe that's
0: it okay Okay, uh and he also he also submitted an update from uh he's previously done work of you as a uh a, a nazi officer of some sort this uh this is a original animation of twerking as this nazi officer and i gotta say uh impressive detail in the shadow work here that's that's really good
1: oh my god
0: okay lastly and this is a really uh, deep cut that you'll only get if you listen to the Wednesday call show. But this is from listener Josh. On Wednesday, we had a caller who described his backyard efforts to slingshot geese. He tries to take out these geese with a slingshot rock uh, straight to their goose heads. Not just because uh, these geese, I guess, do damage to his property, but because he also wants to warn future goose aggressors of what their fate will be should they attempt any of this goose meddling. So to that end, this caller was considering crucifying a kami goose on his yard <laughs> so that all the kami geese would be warned. And Josh took the time to create what is a way too deep, way too detailed uh, depiction.
3: Never. No, it's great. kami
0: goose crucifixion. Oh, no deep
3: cut show art is ever too detailed.
0: That is appreciated. Uh, I almost forgot to mention listener Chris made me aware of this, and I suppose people emailed you as well. Apparently, Gavin McInnes was ranking the top 10 hottest MILFs on the right or just women on the right in general.
3: How did I not make that list?
0: <laughs> well, you did get honorable mention, apparently. That's bullshit. Something bullshit. like that. Here's Gavin uh, considering Br- Blonde's nomination for the hottest MILFs on the right contest. <sighs> Blonde, Billy of the Beast. I don't really know anything about her. I've been on her show a couple times. Go back to that video. Uh, but she seems like she's probably married with a kid and it seems like I shouldn't be lusting her. Plus, she's been around for a while. I wanna get into the hot new blood.
3: <laughs> that is the most tepid, honorable mention. <sighs>
0: honorable is- mention, does- but not hot new blood.
3: I know, I yeah. know. Um, also, he acts like he doesn't even know me.
0: Yeah, slighted, you know I suppose. You guys I- aren't I even slided. friends.
3: Uh, uh, I'm kind of friends. Yeah, fine, whatever. Who was on that list?
0: I didn't see the full segment, so I don't know who won.
3: Live chat. But, uh, Can I get a top five?
0: All right. Yeah, we need that information.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Moving into some uh, more pressing news, I suppose. I have to talk about this story. Say what you will about Matt Gates; He's had scandals. He's had accusations. He's had controversies. And of course, say what you will about Turning Point USA. I know people have <laughs> plenty of opinions about the organization, some of their uh, conduct as well.
3: Charlie Kirk's face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to I have to give credit where uh, it is due and where it is earned, though. And I believe Gates thoroughly earned it this week. He spoke at a turning point event last weekend and he mocked pro abortion women as being fat and ugly and, quote, looking like thumbs. And then when confronted (laughs) about these accusations by a reporter later in the week, Gates did the correct thing, which is confirm and repeat that view without (laughs) apology.
1: Have you watched these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies? The people are just disgusting. Like, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb.
0: Is it safe to say that based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. (laughs) What do you say to people who think that
1: those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm
3: -hmm. I'm with him, but I also hate Matt Gaetz.
0: Well, I would say this, whatever your opinion, this particular episode was well done and is what needs to be done in this sort of uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, So I will admire that. He's
3: right. He's right.
0: Well, is he right, though? Did you see the uh, Gen Z activist who proved him wrong? Oh, yeah.
3: Total smoke show.
0: (laughs) This is a Houston area. Gen Z activist has has uh, by her own description, wrecked Matt, Matt Gates, Olivia Juliana. Apparently, that's just her first and middle name. uh, She is clearly not uh, an obese thumb that nobody wants to impregnate. In response to Gates's comments, Olivia raised 1.5 1.5 million dollars this week and after uh, olivia's uh olivia's lunch bill is covered at least a few hundred dollars are going to go to abortion rights groups after all is said and done so that's very impressive uh says olivia to gates uh, although your intentions were hateful your public shaming of my appearance has done nothing but benefit me your hateful comments toward me will quite literally pay or help pay for abortion services lol get wrecked now is it possible that Matt Gates could wreck this person any more than she has already wrecked herself?
3: <laughs> herself, yeah.
0: As far as her talking about Gates commenting on her own personal appearance, apparently they had a little bit of a personal feud on Twitter. Gates made those comments at the Turning Point conference. Olivia Juliana tweeted a response to that saying, I'm not 5'2", 350. I'm 5'11", 425. I don't know. She was talking about her height. And she accused Matt Gates of being an alleged pedophile, and so Matt Gates tweeted a picture of her, uh, with the with the caption "dander raised," uh, and that's how they came in, into this personal feud. Yeah,
3: but, uh, I, I want to like him, you know? No, I don't. I don't want to like him. I think he's a douche, and I I don't really know why.
0: Well, if if everybody could do what he did in this episode, the world would be a better place. So uh I uh Oh, it
3: was the whole thing the weird thing with his Cuban adopted half son, whatever. Remember that?
0: (laughs) I don't know the whole story. I remember we talked about it when when it uh I remember we talked about it a little bit when it broke, but I don't remember all the details.
3: It was like his girlfriend's son or something. Hmm. The whole thing was rapey.
0: Well rapey. Maybe maybe your team uh Olivia Juliana maybe is uh
3: I am not. I'm not. I just, you know, I every time somebody does something that for the laws, should it make me respect them as a person or forget that I thought they were a rapist? A year well, I don't ago? think you have
0: to. <laughs> you could. I, I guess I didn't think he was a rapist coming into this, but, uh, Pot-
3: but potential of boys.
0: I think that even for people we have sincere criticism of, you got to be capable of giving praise where due and yeah. earned. So. Uh.
3: Fair enough. Matt. Anyway,
0: uh, in additional evidence of Matt Gates's point, uh, Thursday was the annual congressional baseball game. This year's game was, uh, of course, much more cordial. Instead of shooting Republicans, Democrats toned it down and simply flipped them off instead, which you know, was a very polite gesture. Uh, <laughs> or um, more accurately, one again, not at all obese, perfectly non thumb looking Democrat congresswoman Linda Sanchez from California flipped off the Republican dugout after she was apparently pulled off base for a pinch runner. Lead off the yeah. end get a pinch runner down there, the fist bump. We'll get an eye on who the pinch runner is going to be. looks like it's going to be Jeffries. And she will come off to a nice ovation. Well, not it's... much reaction from the from <laughs> from Republican side. Kind of, <laughs> What a
3: beastly woman.
0: I wonder why they put in a pinch runner. You're telling me this woman cannot effectively run around the bases.
3: No surprise there.
0: As far as her conduct there, Sanchez uh, issued two differing explanations. She first said that she heard an offensive and misogynistic comment from the, quote, Republican side on her way back to the Democrat dugout.
3: Like, ooh, look at that juicy Latina
0: ass. (laughs) Yeah, maybe Alex Stein was in there. Uh... Then she later clarified she wasn't flipping off the Republican baseball team, but instead a fan of the Republican side who yelled something from the stands. She says this same guy has done this multiple consecutive years when asked what that fan allegedly said. She refuses to say she says she won't dignify that person's uh, comments because it's nasty and crude and has no place at a charity baseball game. Unlike her nasty, crude finger, which uh, apparently does and for which she has issued no apology. Instead, she further uh, blames Republicans saying, quote, if Republican women would have stood up and said that's not acceptable instead of trashing me for my response, then we might have a place where there's no misogyny that's tolerated by anybody anywhere.
1: Now, if anything,
0: I think Sanchez could use a little misogyny in her life. It probably worked to her benefit. Um, Whatever happened, the mascot coordinator for the Washington Nationals, that's the pro baseball team. Uh, that plays at this park. Uh, This mascot uh, manager person is accusing Sanchez of outright lying. He says he was in the dugout immediately nearby uh, when she flipped everybody off and there was nothing offensive or misogynistic that was said. He heard nothing to that effect. Now, as far as the game, the Republican team dominated the Democrat team 10 to nothing. So all things considered, this really was a perfect metaphor for the state of the Democrat party. (laughs) You get absolutely destroyed, you embarrass yourself further with, with vitriol, and then you lie about it to make yourself a victim. So Yeah,
3: that's correct.
0: Well played. Um, Democrats are currently working with the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office to clarify that 10 to 0 is not, in fact, a blowout. In fact, that does not meet the technical definition of losing <laughs> the game at all.
3: It's, it's two blowouts in a row. It, right?
0: it, do, it turns out that umpires use a much more sophisticated methodology <laughs> that... <laughs> considers far more metrics than just assessing who scored the most, right, the most runs. Right. Yeah. Uh, also an update. Remember the 10 year old abortion story
1: yeah, that went viral
0: a few weeks ago. The story was uh 10 year old needed an abortion. Ohio said, get the hell out of here. We don't mm. do that anymore. After Roe went to Indiana and got the abortion seemed fake. Turned out not to be fake. Turned out that that little girl was raped by her mom's illegal immigrant boyfriend. And then everyone Ooh. just kind of shut the hell up about that. Yeah. Well, the abortionist doctor who publicly revealed that entire story, her name is Caitlin Bernard. She is an abortionist in Indianapolis and performed an abortion on this girl at the end of June. Dr. Bernard gave an interview uh, to CBS this week in which she revealed that Kamala Harris called her personally to thank her for killing babies and making sure that people know just how important the baby killing is.
3: I was at work one day um, in the hospital, and I received a phone call from Kamala Harris. And what did she say? You know, she really just thanked me. She thanked me for speaking out, for bringing this issue up, and you know, she talked about how important it is to hear the voices of physicians in, again, what has been made into a political situation, but is actually about health care, and how important it is for physicians to be advocates for their patients. Okay. A bunch of bullshit. People still trust doctors after this COVID thing. <laughs> like yeah, physicians' voices. We need to get more physicians. No, we need to get fewer physician voices out there.
0: They've had a good run. You know, they've, they had, their, have, they've yeah. had their turn. Maybe we try someone else. I, I can How see that. How is
3: snuffing the life out of a, a, an unconsenting, vulnerable, unique life? How is that healthcare advocacy? Can it, someone explain that to me?
0: Healthcare for whom? Um, yeah. I, and I gather that this is a an exceptionally rare case in which there is a medical question as to whether a ten year old girl can successfully deliver a child uh, and maintain her own health. There's that's also, true,
3: but this all stopped at the mom. If the mom wasn't a filthy whore, then this wouldn't have happened.
0: <laughs> there's that, and and there's also the question of how representative is this entire story? Because what Caitlin Not Bernard is, Not yeah, at what at Caitlin Bernard is talking about there is actually uh, mostly uh, adult women walking in. Uh, yeah. Not taking responsibility for the choices they've made and, and making sure those unborn lives suffer. Exactly. The only um, part
3: of this is somewhat representative is the uh, illegal immigrant pedophile angle.
0: <laughs> right on the nose right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a few things, though, bother me about this. Oh, uh, when this story became politicized, she mentions who politicized it. The only reason anybody knows a goddamn thing about this entire story is because you, Caitlin Bernard, made it public. You made it political and you made it political by saying that Ohio chased (laughs) this little girl out with pitchforks and torches and saying she couldn't get treatment in that state. When that's not true, the AG has said, I want to know who supposedly she consulted because it's not correct under Ohio law that she has to leave to get services. We wouldn't have prosecuted anybody for this. So you politicized it and you politicized it incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just one of Bernard's issues that remain unexplained. Uh, Don't forget, she listed the father of the baby on her abortion paperwork as 17 years old, and the father who's now charged is 27. So was that a Mm. typo? Did the family lie to Bernard? or was Bernard trying to cover for an illegal alien child rapist, which is a distinct possibility? Who is the referring doctor? She mentions getting this call. Oh, I I got a call from a colleague in Ohio. Who? And that's important because that colleague, that Ohio doctor, had a legal obligation in the state to report what he knew to be child abuse in the form of a 10-year-old pregnancy to the state of Ohio. Thus far, there's no evidence that happened. And uh, just overall, this woman is, is presented as some kind of hero. I guarantee we haven't even scratched the surface of her treachery. Just remember, while your family suffers under this administration financially and in a whole host of other ways, they're busy call- calling this lady to celebrate and propagandize. So, yeah. priorities yeah. in order. Uh, I posted a video yesterday talking about the Supreme Court leak and some updates in the, the story of the would be Supreme Court assassin. Uh, he was apparently yeah, trying to. I couldn't
3: believe this. Not not even, I didn't, it was, wasn't even on my radar.
0: Yeah, I missed this detail because it did come out that he he wanted to kill at least three Supreme Court justices. Yeah, but... I guess what
3: they were on Discord talking about. He's like, I'm going to yeah. take out three justices.
0: Uh, but, Sophie, um, it's it's Sophie. Yeah, the it's assassin. Sophie, yeah. <laughs>
3: court filings reveal new info about Nicholas yeah. Roski, the suspect who allegedly took steps to assassinate Kavanaugh. The affidavit says Roski planned to kill three judges. Um, He said that on Discord. Additionally, he revealed that he's trans and goes by the name Sophie. Sophie.
0: So was it Nicholas or Sophie who tried to assassinate Kavanaugh? I'm not clear they're, on
3: that. They're one and the same.
0: Well, the charges are against Nicholas. I, I assume that means he was presenting as Nicholas. Or did he? was Sophie just an online name? He never made a legal name change, I guess.
3: I don't know. When people say trans, uh, I always assume that you've done something, you know, like taking hormone therapy, or you cut off your dick. Yeah. Um, but people are just like growing out their hair and they're like, I'm Sophie, transgenderism is
0: changing your discord name at this point. That is, I know that is all like, it
3: is. Let's have a higher bar for people. <laughs> if we're going to do this, right.
0: Uh, of course, in a minute, we're going to talk, um,
3: <laughs> Sophie's choice. That's good. Why did I think of that? Damn wow. It.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> of course, in a minute, we're going to talk a uh, recession and the white house's <laughs> continued struggles with communications on the issue, denying the recession outright, or just trying to explain it away. You know, as messy as that is, I, I don't think, It's as bad as, uh, at least from a communication standpoint, as Corrine Jean-Pierre, Jen Blackie, of course, trying to explain how building a wall is not actually building a wall when Biden does it. On Thursday, the Biden administration authorized the completion of the Trump-funded U.S.-Mexico border wall in an open area of southern Arizona near Yuma, where four wide gaps make it among the busiest corridors for illegal crossings. Biden, of course, ran on... Uh, and immediately halted border wall construction once he took office. However, he has reportedly made this section of wall in Yuma a priority. So when asked to explain this apparent change in perspective or policy, Karine Jean-Pierre gave an answer that was completely contradictory and incoherent, even by her own standards. Peter Ducey asked her about it. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona?
3: So, um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall.
0: But President Biden, when he was a candidate, said there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. So what changed?
3: We are not finishing a wall. We are cleaning up the mess that the prior administration made. We are trying to save lives.
0: By finishing the wall. (laughs) Is this?
3: We are not finishing the wall.
0: By filling in, finishing?
3: We are not finishing the wall.
0: By filling in, is this this racist? Because in 2019, when the former guy was proposing a wall, you said uh, that it was his racist wall so how is this any different i'm just having a hard time understanding how this is any different.
1: i'm not even sure how you get to your first
3: question to this question that you just asked me a border wall is ineffective use of taxpayer dollars so it's ineffective of taxpayer dollars that's what that money that he pulled away from uh to build uh this wall that he wanted that is
0: ineffective
3: by the way which i just said
0: Thank what?
3: You. she'd be turning red if she wasn't so black did you see that she was so confused <laughs> She was like, oh, "How do I get out of this?"
0: She, at at points, she looks her, like Jimmy know? Fallon on old SNL, where he can't stay in character. He's he's chuckling a little bit. I know. God, it, man. there is
3: something painful about watching somebody try to achieve at such a, a higher level than their their intellect. It's it's painful to watch. She's like very really bad. At she's she's yeah. she's bad at this. She's just too dumb. Um, she can't roll with the punches. Man, they must all hate him so much.
0: In fairness to her presentation, that part at the end that where she was kind of unclear, or at least it may have come off as a little bit unclear about, um, well, he, he reallocated this money. She's talking about Trump right there, not Biden. Yeah. So Trump reallocated this money from the military to the wall, but that's an ineffective use of public funds. But just the- but,
3: but they're finishing it. So isn't that a contribution to the, <laughs> the in- ineffective funds?
0: Just to clarify the points, uh, let me help out. Karine Jean-Pierre a a little bit. I'll make it clear. It's not finishing the wall. It's just cleaning up the mess of gaps in the wall that Trump did not finish. Okay. We're clear on that. Um, Biden has to succeed in Trump's failed attempt in building a wall, even though walls are racist, bigoted and an ineffective use of taxpayer dollars. Does that make sense?
3: No, none of this makes any sense.
0: It's not racist. When Biden cleans up holes in the wall, that's saving lives which is why Biden ran on a policy of not saving lives with walls.
3: Are they Understand? worried that a small Mexican child is going to get lodged in one of the holes in the wall?
0: Apparently there's an issue here where there's a big river Canyon, or I don't know exactly what the layout of the, of this spot near Yuma is, but there is some kind of river danger there where people have been, uh, they've had fatal accidents and things, but mm. now walls are life saving Anyway, um she of course asks how do, I don't, i'm not sure how you got to that question about the wall being racist or bigoted because that's your own personal statement from 2019 she's tweeting out personally back then yeah. hey donald trump where the pesos for your bigoted wall now those pesos and those bigoted walls save lives okay how about the real news allegedly uh Last we spoke about it on Sunday, Biden had just contracted Corona, the uh, BA5 Omicron subvariant specifically. This after explaining how he, uh, of course, got both cancer and asthma from oil slick on the windshield. Since then, Biden has tested negative twice. He reemerged from self-isolation to return to work, only to test positive again yesterday. Making the announcement on Twitter, Biden says this return of a positive test happens to a small minority of people, even though this is the uh, apparently the exact same thing that happened to Dr. Fauci too. You get Rona, you take Pfizer's drug Paxlovid to treat it, and then you get Rona again. Kind of sounds like Paxlovid gives you Corona, but uh, of course I would never smear our Lord and Savior, Savior Pfizer with, um, Mm. with such blasphemy, Susan. Biden says he has no symptoms, but he's uh, resuming isolation for the safety of others. Unfortunately, he says he is still at work. If he really cared for the safety of others, I think he would isolate completely and do no such thing. But we'll for the duration settle. of
3: his presidency, <laughs>
0: yeah. well, uh, the GDP report hit Thursday. And as speculated, if not expected, everyone knew that this was the news that was coming because of the way that everybody on the Biden team, they were all getting out ahead of it. You knew they yeah. knew. So they were pre spinning it. And then the news showed exactly what everyone expected.
3: Yeah, totally. Um, so the nation's GDP shrank at a seasonally adjusted annual rate of nearly one percent in April to June, um, and that followed a one point six drop earlier this year. So what does that mean? It means we're in a recession. This article from USA Today and there was another one from MSNBC um entirely about how this is not this has nothing to do with us being in recession okay this spin was shocking okay this is from usa today the u.s economy has contract uh, has contracted for a second straight quarter sounding the alarm over a possible recession this is after a, a report came out saying that we're in a recession top economists don't believe a downturn has begun but some predict a mild one is likely by early next year. So not only are they not saying that this is not a recession, they're saying this is not even a downturn. How
0: is it not a downturn? OK, GDP, just a measure of all the, the value of all the stuff and services we we make and provide. If we make and provide less stuff and services, that's how you get a decline in GDP. All right, yep. Less production. That's what a decline in GDP means. How can you yeah, say yeah, that yeah. the half year at this point of making less stuff, providing less services is not a downturn? What else do you call that?
3: What else do you call it? I know. Well, this they also said this. The second straight quarter dec- quarterly decline in output meets an informal threshold for recession, but not the criteria relied on by the National Bureau of Economic Research. <laughs> the nonprofit group defines a recession as, quote, a significant decline in a broad range of economic activity, including employment, retail sales, and industrial production. That is a significant decline.
0: Uh, this is—it's like it's like watching someone get run over and killed on the street, and you go, "Holy shit, that guy just got murdered!" Yeah. And someone says, "Well, technically, there are certain elements of the crime of murder that we haven't conclusively seen as met yet." No, I just mean he. So we just
3: saw. It smash
0: ruthlessly yeah. killed him yeah. i i know but we got to talk can we not talk about anything in the general sense anymore like, no
3: it's total newspeak oh my
0: god who's and, buying this
3: and, my entire life i've never heard of a recession the definite definition of a recession being anything but two quarters of downturn
0: well of, it's, of it's i was looking at this earlier in the week oh the nber the nonprofit that declares this they consider all these other factors yeah look at all those other factors they're all shit. Except for employment, which they keep hanging their hat on. But you could, low unemployment is a mirage of a statistic
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, for
0: reasons I don't want to get into right now in the interest of time. But that just because you have a low unemployment rate, that does not mean that your economy is performing well. And that's all they of have. Not. And the NBER is going to consider way more than that. And I don't even grant that the, the unemployment number is a sign of positivity because of. The way it's measured, the
3: previous downsides of the economy, of course, the unemployments, or, you know, whatever. We've talked about this to death on every other show. But this is who really believes this This is clearly preposterous
0: when you're going to get a slowdown, an intentional slowdown because the Fed. uh, Necessarily at this point, even though I don't the word, the Fed and the word necessary are sort of mutually exclusive. But if I grant the premise that you have way too much money chasing too few goods and services, you got to slow down the flow of money. And so you do that by raising the interest rate, which is exactly what they did as expected.
3: So the feds on Wednesday enacted its second consecutive uh, 0.75 percentage point interest rate increase. So it's taking the benchmark rate to a range of 2.25 to 2.5%. So this is the federal funds rate, which is the interbank lending rate. It's what they charge each other for short-term loans. However, There is a trickling down effect because it feeds into a multitude of consumer products, such as mortgages, adjustable mortgages, and then auto loans and credit cards. So basically everything we care about as a consumer is going to be affected by.
0: Yeah. You want to borrow money? It got more expensive. Mm -hmm. So even though
3: it's worth less. So,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. You need to borrow more and it's more expensive to borrow that more. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, never forget that uh, that Biden campaigned uh, on the promise to bring us out of recession. Mm -hmm. This, according to a tweet from October 2020, Uh, I helped pull this country out of a recession before. And as president, I'll do it again. Of course, he can't abandon that promise and not by achieving it, uh, just by redefining it. We've seen this for the better part of uh, a week now. Uh, All week, it's been Biden sending out his propagandists to explain why actually this uh, doesn't technically count as a recession, because as I was mentioning, the nonprofit that formally declares them hasn't done that yet. Um, and, and uh, I talked about that a little bit earlier in the week, so I won't go through that again. But Biden went further than just trying to to explain this technical definition and the NBER and they are the official referee of these things. On Thursday, in his reaction to the numbers, uh, he again cited his security blanket of low unemployment and job growth relative to the trough of coronavirus historic <laughs> job numbers relative to a historic recent low, at least. But Biden said his latest bills in Congress, they all sound so awesome that whatever's going on right now doesn't sound like a recession at all.
2: Passing the CHIPS bill is going to put another $72 billion for incentives and tax credits to expand semiconductor production. And the Inflation Reduction Act will add another $370 billion in clean energy tax credits in reconciliation including incentives to accelerate domestic production of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical materials processing. That doesn't sound like a recession to me. Thank you very much. No questions. Thank you. No questions. i got to get out of here.
3: And then he goes off stage and tries to shake somebody's hand. Yeah.
0: Uh very interesting feel bad explanation. For the guy. Jeez. I, I I don't at this point. I'm, I can't This is
3: elder abuse. He has to go out there and talk about economic matters that he basically has no understanding of. <laughs> he has to field all these questions. He doesn't know what's going on and that's he's not lo- the one. He doesn't actually have any political
0: power. That's probably true, which is weird to say for a president, but I don't think that's that far off. Um, but it is interesting for him to say, well, that doesn't sound like a recession to me because it often sounds like you don't know what you're talking about at all. So uh, does matter what, what things yeah. sound like to you? I'm not particularly interested in. Mm. Um, but but even if I grant that these bills are awesome, which I don't, we're going to get into them in a minute. Um, <laughs> w- why are they mutually exclusive with a recession? We might be in a recession and also pass bills that could alleviate it or help it. Right. That doesn't mean we're not in a recession. It's bizarre logic anyway. Uh, and then he issued a written statement, too, that was just preposterously optimistic. And I understand that at some level you have to be when you're in power or you're a politician, you have to spin everything. But but it's weird to look at consecutive quarters of decline in our economy and say that's the right path.
3: Yeah, he, exactly.
0: He, and the, well, and then you wonder, OK, if this is the right path, to what degree is the right path deliberately destructive? Um, the statement reads coming off of last year's historic economic growth and regaining all the private sector jobs lost during the pandemic crisis. That's not true, by the way, it's no surprise that the economy is slowing down as the federal reserve acts to bring down inflation. But even as we face historic global challenges, we are on the right path and we will come through this transition stronger and more secure no. last year's historic growth. It's uh It it is amazing how 2021 is a year of historic growth relative to 2020, the year in which we turned everything off and stopped working. Yeah. Great job.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
0: And, uh, oh, this is the predictable result of the Fed having to raise interest rates, slow down inflation. Well, why do we have inflation? Did you have something to do with that? One might wonder. (laughs) And they keep they keep referencing this transition. Okay. Nobody wants a transition. We want you to shut the hell up. And go away and put things back to the way that they were, not transition to something new. We want things the way they were before you showed up. There's no transition necessary. Stop the transition. Go back to the way it was. We're detransitioning. All right. Mm -hmm. We're (laughs) detransitioning. Stop. Stop chopping. We're detransitioning. We're going back. Yep. We're going back. Well, um, on the topic of Biden having something to do with, with that inflation, it's clear he has no concept of that or his old man brain is just, um, is just great at lying. Speaking with business leaders uh, and his economic advisors on Thursday after the numbers came out, Biden said that Americans are feeling inflation effects more this year than last year because we didn't get those awesome government checks this year that we did in 2021 under his American rescue plan.
2: The, the confidence level of the american people and the american people in the economy and they're so down and they're looking there's reason to be down but i i started thinking about it you know the first year we were able to with the uh we, with the rescue plan we were able to send them a check for eight grand but with you're make, if you're making 120 grand and you get a check for eight grand that's a lot of money and so it helped save a lot of people in terms of getting thrown out of their homes and uh, and, and, and rental housing and a whole range of things. One year, even though you didn't have the job you have now, even though you didn't get a raise that year, the difference between having a job, having a 5% raise or whatever, three, three, five, seven, whatever it happens to be in the face of inflation, price of the pump, although that's down every day so far, it's like, whoa, I feel worse off. But then again, I didn't get a check for eight grand from the government, They just among other things. Does that make any sense to Anybody, or is it just me?
3: The ego on these people to think that they helped us. We helped you so much by giving you $8,000 that is virtually worthless now because of inflation.
0: Didn't you hear gas is down every day now uh, since when relative to uh... highs? (laughs) Fuck. And I don't know about you. I did not get $8,000 in checks. I don't know what your family fortunes were under his play. It was not eight no. grand in checks for, for us. And I got um, a small
3: business loan that they're now making me pay back.
0: Oh, shit. You're in yeah. trouble.
3: I'm you
0: paying should have done back, with the. You should it. have done what the geniuses did and uh, created a fraud scheme to really harvest all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should Where we'll he gets that eight thousand dollars number is completely unexplained. The Breitbart uh, article I was looking at speculates he's referring to uh, expansion of the child tax credit, which I'm sure some families maybe did get a tax credit t- uh, to that value. That doesn't uh, that doesn't necessarily come in the form of a check, though. That, that's a that's a reduction in your tax liability, and of course, not el- everybody is eligible uh, is eligible for that. Right. And to your original point, which is more to the core of this. Uh, is it possible that these made up funny money checks did not alleviate inflation that they actually caused inflation? I know. Is it, oh we helped so much. no, no, no. all the inflation that you're worried about, you did that in large part. I say that with full acknowledgement that we did plenty of this under the prior president too. All this whole concept was nonsense from the start. Just stop making stuff. Stop stop working the government will just give you money and band-aid it over if we could do that without consequence we would do that all the time and forever we can't do that without consequence and we're paying the price now why so that we could all avoid a virus with a 99.9 plus percent survival rate that's why and and we weren't afforded the individual risk assessment to decide if we would rather keep working and providing for our families or and face a virus of such dire consequence or if we would like to have this government band-aid imposed on us the government band-aid comes with massive costs after the fact and here we are and now they're telling us well you should really think about how much awesome stuff we did for you last year uh, no no thank you um after uh, after team biden insisted that we all reject the common definition of recession uh, to his favor of course Many media outlets have, have happily uh, joined to the cause. So instead of um, U.S. enters recession or U.S. is in recession, which would be a perfectly acceptable headline to describe <laughs> current events.
3: Pretty standard headline for
0: what's going on. Many headlines have some variation of recession fears. That's what the New York Times went with. The, the USA Today article you were referencing. Recession worries. Or CNBC. Recession signal. Again, this is like uh, witnessing a violent stabbing. Well, that's a murder concern, yeah. not an actual murder. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing a you guy in just a ski see mask. see the
3: riders in a room together like, all right, yeah. how can we reduce the impact of this news? Yeah. Because it makes you sound like you're concerned about an impending recession. Yeah. Not the existing recession.
0: It's like a hurricane is hitting the Gulf. Weather concerns. <laughs> weather signals. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: No, no, the, the houses are being blown apart. People are dying. Yeah. Right. Well, that sounds like a weather worry.
2: It
1: no, is. no, it's a,
0: it's a weather event. It's a weather event that we're yeah. witnessing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just like if there's a
0: guy in a ski mask and a sack of cash and a gun coming out of the bank, good chance you just saw a bank robbery. That's not a crime concern. That is a <laughs> crime that you witnessed. Oh. Uh, some Some reporters are more guilty than others. Not just doing this propaganda work on behalf of the administration, but betraying their own work from, in this case, just a few weeks ago. Politico's Ben White, that's their chief economic reporter, he responded to criticism that he's not properly calling this a recession, even though he went by that two consecutive quarters definition of a recession in a tweet of his in 2020. He says now, well, I'm guilty of a bad tweet. Sorry, I'm guilty of a bad tweet. Well, in fact, it's much more than just a tweet. He used the two consecutive quarters definition of a recession As part of his own reporting a month ago, as as highlighted in this tweet, likewise, PolitiFact's um, Louis Jacobson issued a fact check, fact check false, uh, he says about the accusations that the White House is trying to protect Joe Biden by changing the definition of recession because the technical definition by the National Bureau of Economic Research has been around for years. This same reporter, fact check Trump on GDP topics back in 2015 for politifact Uh, pants on fire for Trump. I can't believe that. Why is Trump wrong? Well, in part because he doesn't understand the definition of a recession and the general (laughs) rule of thumb is that it takes two quarters of negative growth to signal a recession says the same politifact reporter. So did team Biden redefine or was this fact checker using at the time fact check, false definitions. Take your pick. Did you see the scramble over at uh, Wikipedia?
3: Oh yeah! yeah. My
0: God! Uh, so this battle for the the recession definition uh, just took over Wikipedia, or the Wikipedia recession article. They've now locked that recession page on Wikipedia after it was edited forty one <laughs> times in seven days. With repeated attempts to alter the historical definition of a recession, it appears that many of these edits are by an editor who was deleting changes by other editors that used the traditional definition of recession. Again, two consecutive quarters of GDP decline. Uh, The page has been locked. As of now, the page looks like it's gone back to something close to sensible. It reads, although the definition of a recession varies between different countries and scholars, two consecutive quarters of decline in a country's real gross domestic product. Uh, Real GDP is commonly used as a practical definition of a recession. And uh, and uh, you can't change that for now. So um, apparently uh, it's
3: the people's uh, paper, though.
0: Well, (laughs) this is where it got really interesting. You can't change the recession page. I don't know if this is correct. Someone who understands Wikipedia logs better than I do could probably help me vet this. It is alleged that Wikipedia changed the definition of definition. <laughs> okay, we can't change recession. Let's just change the definition of definition, which would be just an incredible Orwellian uh, achievement. But it, this is a screenshot from Jack DeSobic. the Wikipedia definition page. According to this was altered to say, quote, a definition is a fluid statement of the meaning of a term. Definitions cannot be easily set into categories as meanings. If, as meanings kind evolve to meet the, the needs of societies, or sorry, let me—I butchered that.
3: Let's we'll start over. Okay.
0: Definitions cannot be easily set into categories as meanings evolve to meet the needs of society change.
3: That is written. That's retarded. Or meet okay. the
0: needs of societal change. Let me correct a definition is a more.
3: fluid statement of the meaning of a term. Definitions cannot be easily set into categories as meanings evolve. To meet the needs of society change. That does not make any sense. Societal
0: change. I wrote it wrong in the notes, but.
3: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, That's not true because then if the definitions change, then there is a new set definition. Definitions are not fluid.
0: If they were fluid, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now and communicate with each other. Right. We would have no sense of what the other person is talking about or any listener. That's we the op- a a fluid
3: statement that's the opposite of a definition when you say something is definable you mean it can be expressly written out in terms that all of us can understand and agree upon this very not well necessarily agree upon us
0: maybe a prank or a hoax or not li- it's not it doesn't read that way on the definition page currently.
3: This has uh, got to be a hoax.
0: Now the definite, and I don't know how to, uh, again, this is why I could use someone's help in vetting, did this in fact change? Have I been had? Have I been duped? You've been ha-
3: there is no way this, well, there is no, no way.
0: Now the definition page says what it should, or at least something that makes sense. Um, a, defi- a definition is a meaning of a term, um, and definitions are classified into two major categories, which they go on to define. Now, whether or not this Wikipedia thing is legit or whether that whether I've been had by some fake news, um, the, the, the battle over meaning and the battle over definitions is, is certainly uh, real. And um, and of course, none of this is to say that definitions can't change. New words can be invented. Old words can be modified. That happens over the course of time all the time. Uh, the question, though, is for what purpose? And if the purpose is to is to convey objective meaning great that's what we use language for but if the purpose is to achieve an ideological or political goal if the purpose is to exercise power that's when it becomes a problem so it's not just how we communicate with each other about politics or or you know how we um how we debate cats if there's no definition of the word cat for example that seems kind of silly and abstract but think about this In the context of our legal system, think about this in the context of how we um, evaluate and apply justice itself. If there's no definition to a crime, there's no definition of evidence. If there's no definition to the judgment or to the sentence, it's a recipe for abuse. And so when people are meddling with definitions for the purpose of exercising power over you which is exactly what we're watching here. We're changing definitions in bad news, such that the power exercised over you seems more legitimate. That's when you get into real danger about this. For In all other contexts, leftists love to say that words are weapons. You know, When you're merely mocking someone, when you're calling them an obese, unattractive thumb. I'm not sure I would go as far as to say words are weapons, but this sort of context where words are manipulated for the purpose of exercising power over other people, that's as close to word weaponization Mm -hmm. as it can possibly get. We're we're watching it from the people who warn us about such things.
3: Well, that's how they do, isn't it?
0: Hmm. Well, it is how they do. But, you know, thankfully they have us in mind. Biden remembers how much we loved those checks last year. So they have the solution. It's just going to be massive additional federal spending. Excellent. To get us out of this, which, that uh,
3: historically has been very effective at reversing inflationary effects.
0: I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, I would love to discuss it, and we will momentarily. But we are about due for a break, so let's uh, take a break uh, before we it's get so into it.
3: Motherfucking hot here.
0: When is the the heat wave gonna break? Tomorrow. Oh, so soon.
3: Just in time for me to leave Coraline.
0: You're taking a trip? Oh, that's right. I, I forgot. I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're yes, not doing the Wednesday show.
3: <laughs> it's not going to be fun if that changes anything. Yeah. Um, Robin D. Banks. Matt and I once made love. I was staring at it and he assured me it's not really a Pringles can with veins. It's not really two basketballs and a bong. It's my not finishing the sentence for blonde. Why, why do you guys do this to me? Yeah. Are you gay? I guess oh, what I just have to say to you is are you gay? Like a legit chick.
0: Oh, yeah. Robin is a girl. Sorry,
3: we just assume you're a dude because you're clever. (laughs) So, um, Nicholas
0: H. Moment. (laughs) Talk about backhanded compliments.
3: Yeah, I I know it's that was that was what Gavin did to me. Yeah, it's it's in here. Can I? Okay, a moment of silence for the Amel. I don't. I don't
2: know if I should read this.
0: Too spicy.
3: It's about the Jays. Can't Uh read it, Nicholas.
0: Sorry. You can't even oh. give it the old, uh, Phil attempt. No, that bad. I gotta, okay. I gotta, no, it's see not this.
3: bad, but there's no getting around it.
0: Got it. All right.
3: Um, Holden Mulray, high truth seekers, apologies. I did not make the study yesterday. I was out and about with Mrs. Mulray, but I did put a comment on the respective MCM page regarding the topic of original sin. God bless. God bless mm. you too.
0: Well, thank you. And, uh, hope you had a great evening and thanks for participating in the, um, uh, in the Bible study, uh, as well. And, uh, as a reminder of people, I did get, if I mentioned it, what was it Wednesday or whenever I keep the Bible study kind of separate cause I know never, everybody's not into that. And it's sort of a personal thing for me, but, uh, yeah, if you're interested in the Bible study, the information's on the webpage homepage, uh, You can find the Bible study link, get all the information there. And yes, you can listen back to the Bible study segments later in the, in a podcast mm-hmm. form as well. Thank you. Amanda. I
3: bought PN, my favorite person. Uh no, no, thank you. Daniel
2: thank you, Kunkel.
3: Bob. Seems I got the beer bug. We love bug. you.
2: You're very special.
3: These sounder. My own sounder board. <laughs> Seems like I got the beer bug from my workplace. No chest pain or difficulty breathing thankfully, I had a very sore throat and difficulty swallowing, but I'm already mostly recovered. Take care everyone. The beer bug. Corona. Yeah, I've never heard that.
0: The Mexican beer bug, I suppose, but uh, well, I'm I'm it's sorry sore to hear throat it. But and
3: difficulty swallowing—that leads me to think that you got monkeypox.
0: You might have gone to the San Francisco Kink Festival,
3: which yeah. we'll
0: get to later in the show. You never know.
3: Now, Daniel Kunkel is not going to be swallowing anything for long. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You even use maybe your real name. I probably shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> slosher. What word will they change the definition of? Um, my money is on famine.
0: Yeah, poverty. Uh, things of that theme would be <laughs> yep. uh, good When the bets. tummies
3: of a whole country grumble for a little
0: while. <laughs> Emaciation. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. B.E. Smith. It was uh, great seeing everyone last night at the St. Louis meetup. There are truly some wonderful people in this community and my final bill was fourteen eighty eight, coincidence. Wow. I wonder if any of these people like went to high school with me and they were talking shit.
0: Where did you go to find a bill that was only fourteen eighty eight? Which is what yeah, I'm most fascinated by. That sounds very inexpensive.
3: They probably uh, were not in the city.
0: I didn't see a photo either. So perhaps I'll see a St. Louis meetup photo. Can I eventually. can I get a
3: St. Louis meetup photo? I need to monitor what's going on there. Hmm. Watermelon, Walter melon. I'm sorry. Captain's log. Matt and I made love. I entered where no man has gone before to secure the next generation. I asked, can I engage warp speed into his deep space nine? He said, make it so. I appre, 10 out of 10 for the Star Trek reference. shit, like, they probably got AIDS, you know? Matt does have AIDS. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, Robin D. Banks, now I've heard everything a president who says the economy sexually identifies as growing, lol. It's a joke. What are the pronouns? Failure slash fail self. Nice one. President sniff. Yeah. President sniff. I like that.
0: Maybe it is trans prosperity in that way. It's just as long as the as long as we identify the, the economy is prosperous, it is so.
3: Yep. Hmm. Uh, AP saw hilarious meme today, said Japan hit one hundred and six degrees Fahrenheit for the first time ever. Next picture showed a nuclear explosion and said, I don't know about that. <laughs> I laughed pretty hard.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose. Makes sense.
3: Irish Nat you, Blonde, checking in. Hope you're doing all right. I know you took it hard finding out that Full Frontal with Samantha B Bee has been canceled. How has that just been canceled
0: now? I Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I. don't. Did anyone ever sincerely watch that? I mean, I know people would watch it to make fun of how bad the show was. I think we've played a clip or two here or there.
3: I know she was a hero but. who was marrying a man younger than she is. That sounds vaguely familiar.
0: Oh, yeah. Didn't we look into this?
3: And like she's married to some young stud or something and yeah. she's like grotesque and old.
0: I don't think they, I think she, is she childless? I got to evaluate.
3: Tundra says Matt gay blonde. Okay. So great. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Did you find the uh, answer to that? Let's see. No, she has several kids. Yeah. So
3: that woman has children.
0: Apparently let's. How let's... does that
3: not turn you around if you're on the wrong track? You know?
0: Her husband is fifty-five. He can't be drastically younger than her. Then she's fifty-two. So how do we get this wrong?
3: No, this can't be what we were talking about.
0: Did she have a different husband?
3: W- what about that chick, the abortion chick that looks like Rachel Dolezal?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a Michelle right. Wolf. Thank Wait, you for her? the description. I remembered immediately.
3: <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, is let's it her? See. Um, Knuckle Honky Buck says we're not in a recession. The economy is double plus good. <laughs> yeah, Thank
0: one. you. She is Keratopdolizol. That's exactly who she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It, she she, it, she doesn't have a spouse listed on Wikipedia. Oh
3: well, no surprise there. All right, let's circle back. I'm going to do some research on this.
0: Okay, is I have black? a few
3: Michelle Wolf.
0: Yeah, Michelle Wolf. Um, I have a few over on uh, Tippy Stream to get to, and then we'll get back into the news. Let's see, um, Aaron says you guys talk about Simpsons sometimes. My um my two cents is that the last time the show was consistently great for an entire season was season eight, and that was all the way back in 1997. Some good episodes could still be found after that, but uh, it was more sporadic. Thank you.
3: What was in yeah. season eight?
0: I watched The Simpsons probably until about 2010 or so, and for a while, like every episode. Um, but that was about when I fell off. And I would say that by the time I fell off, the show had fallen off for several years consecutively. But I was off before they they completely ditched a lot of yeah. their best stuff, like getting rid of a poo and, and all that, like their their most recent caves. Danny from Montana says, I was getting out of my car and sneezed. And this masked <laughs> did we did we decide if Uga Booga is a is a slur or not? It's
3: not. We looked okay. we looked into it. Well some
0: yeah. this this masked person grabbed her three masked kids and walked to the other side of the street to get away from me. I sneezed again and she pushes them to hurry up and speed walks into the Walmart cheers and HV. Well, thank you for keeping it PC Danny. This
3: was a good season.
0: What was it? Oh, season eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that people are running away from you, but I don't know. Sometimes I, I guess that's a benefit in certain ways.
3: That's true.
0: Phil says the compromise we can reach with <laughs> with uh, the members of Congress who all just voted for gun control is that we uh, just disarm members of Congress and the general population. After all, the people who save them <laughs> Um well, Phil says if members of Congress want to be protected by guns, they have to let other people be protected by guns. Otherwise, they should leave themselves unprotected. To various threats that have presented themselves to members of Congress historically, which I disavow entirely. But Phil has to say his piece. He also says, Blonde, uh, you're more offended at Gavin uh, keeping you off the MILFs on the right list than when he took two calls during your interview.
3: (laughs) I am. No, I was I was not happy about that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Matt Gates' redemption arc. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's a it's one thing uh, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a Matt Gates appreciator or hater, uh, but I certainly appreciated this episode. Baron L says, uh, "Excellent work as usual, Texas Stanchulist." Well, thank you for supporting the show. Appreciate it. Irish Nat says, "California residents are moving to Mexico City, working remote and pissing off the locals by by all being basic bitches." Trump's yeah. prophecy of uh, getting Mexico to pay for the wall might just come true. Yet, you know, I actually cut that story from the stream tonight because I just had too much. But it is mm. interesting. It's it's kind of like a Rodney Dangerfield uh, or Johnny Carson style joke. Like, how bad is it as far as our country and our economy? Mexico is saying, get your damn illegals out of here. And they're considering building a wall to stop us.
3: Wouldn't that be something?
0: More on Mexico City in the movie review later. Uh, For now, Trav to the World says, Biden uh, deserves far worse than humiliation. He's a country destroying destroying child-sniffing baby murderer. Blonde's toxic femininity is on full display when she sides with the corrupt guy who sold us out to China and abandoned our troops, but not with Getz. Uh, yeah. Wait, I'm not sure I understand the reference. Full dis- I don't have to side-, side
3: with Getz.
0: Gates? Sorry, Gates. It is Gates, and I always get that wrong. Um, I I'm. don't. I, it's like Getz is programmed in my mind for some reason. Uh, why am I missing the reference? Who's he talking about? Wait, read it again. Blonde's, to- uh, Blonde's toxic femininity is on full display when she sides with the corrupt guy who sold us out to China and abandoned our troops, but not with Gates. So that must be Biden, abandoning our troops.
3: When did I side with Biden?
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess in the gates. Because
3: I said this is elder abuse. He clearly. Come on, guys. He clearly doesn't know what's going on. Ah.
0: Dick Ryder. Great name. <laughs> Matt and I once made love last night. His economy is declining, mm. but it still had uh, strong signals. Excellent fundamentals. Why are Booga Lou says Matt and I did not make love because he got the monkey pox from the. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He got the monkeypox from the the funky cocks. <laughs> it's time for a ban on faggotry until we figure out what the hell is going on. Well, the joke between my wife and I was always how do you get monkeypox from monkey cocks? That's where that it comes is
3: from. accurate.
0: But I've never heard funky cocks. Funky cocks is a more inclusive term, so I like
3: that. <sighs> what is it?
0: funky cocks in the funky batox. that's how you get monkey pox anyway <laughs> uh let's, let's let's get back to the news i completely <laughs> forgot what we were even talking about
3: we're talking about their plan to spend us out of inflation
0: oh yeah that's right it's let's, gonna it's
3: uh, gonna work we yeah. gonna be rich
0: we gonna be rich yeah you might say that um you know, don't worry about all this non-recession because um, Biden and congressional Democrats, they have a plan. Uh, perhaps uh, you're thinking, um, right, isn't there their plan that got us into this mess? Uh, largely, yes, but they have a new plan and the new plan is to spend a bunch of Fed bucks on a lot of unrelated nonsense. And perhaps you're thinking, right, like I said, that's exactly what created this mess. Largely, yes, but it's going to be way different this time. And perhaps you're thinking, well, isn't uh, isn't isn't thinking the same thing is going to produce a different result? Isn't that the definition of insanity? Largely, yes, but that was the old definition, and psychiatrist <laughs> experts now agree that that definition no longer suits modern political needs. In fact, the technical definition of insanity has way more uh, sophisticated <laughs> metrics included. So, if you want to if you want to be old timey about your insanity, we'll go with that. But it sounds old timey insane to me. Now, um. Let's first talk about this uh, Inflation Reduction Act. I'm not sure if um, maybe a Babylon Bee intern went to work for Chuck Schumer. That's my best guess for how we got the title of this new bill, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. It's a um, in a surprising reversal that we'll get to in a minute. Senator Manchin announced this week that he has reached an agreement with Chuck Schumer to support this bill, which in many ways is a lighter version of the Democrats Green New Deal uh, and build back better nonsense. So what's in the bill? Well, the bill uh, purportedly raises 800 billion or so dollars in tax revenue uh, and money that is theoretically saved with certain changes and spends about half of that money on green energy tax credits, clean energy grants and loans, clean agriculture spending and Obamacare subsidies, uh, among Mm -hmm. other things. Now, the money raised, where's this $800 billion or so in new revenue? Where's that coming from? Well, it comes from a new 15% corporate minimum tax that applies to corporations that have over a billion dollars in profits in recent years. The bill also spends billions to help the IRS chase down tax dodgers, which will theoretically increase revenue. Experts say that the $80 billion that we're going to give to the IRS if this bill becomes law, that will return $203 billion in taxes how could Which, they
3: know that about uh, chasing down tax? What if that is just an expenditure of tremendous resources and they recover nothing?
0: That couldn't be the case. This is federal <laughs> spending. What do <are> you? Talk- <laughs> we always get an excellent return. What do you mean? And of course, even uh. if they were to be successful, that makes the IRS what a very successful multi-billion-dollar company that they're trying to go after. In yeah. every other, I don't think the IRS will be paying the minimum corporate tax rate on these earnings, will they? The bill also um, modifies, or some people would say remove, I don't, it's, it's sort of technical, uh, the, but it's it's the carried interest loophole, as it's called. Anytime I hear the word loophole, my brain is programmed to think uh, they just mean something that is the law and they don't like it. They don't like it, w- right. Which is what this kind of sounds like to me. Um, this reporting that I'm looking at says the carried interest loophole is, is this idea that money managers can... Um, Use this loophole to pay lower taxes on capital gains. The closure of this loophole is going to account for another fourteen billion dollars in theoretical money to the IRS. So, again, I'm no expert. So it's
3: it's they're taxing it at twenty percent instead of thirty seven percent, and they're so, they're returning that to thirty seven percent. Is that what's going my on?
0: My understanding is, if if you're a financial manager, you're making investments on behalf of other people, you get a certain cut of the return on those investments, and that's how you make income. That is taxed. Under the loophole as capital gains rather than income in the traditional sense, wait, so that's
3: revoked under this proposition. It,
0: I don't know if revoked is the right word. They want to they want to add more terms and limitations to that.
3: Because so Kirsten Cinema has all but said that she is not going to go for this unless they have a carried interest provision. Okay, um, whereby they tax the profits of hedge funds and managers at thirty seven percent. So I assume that's not part of the criteria. So
0: she's saying it doesn't go far enough in taxing their earnings. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And in She hasn't case,
3: said anything, though. People are wildly speculating about yeah. what her stance is.
0: What they're talking about here is reclassifying how we tax the earnings of people who manage and invest money, mm-hmm. generally speaking. Okay. Not um, local.
3: All right. Whatever.
0: Uh, so in total, the bill claims to raise this nearly $800 billion. Again, that's theoretical speculated and it's going to spend 433 billion or so. And that leaves So well, it's
3: going to spend 433 billion.
0: Yeah. Probably more. <laughs> and that's going to leave 300 or so billion dollars left over in deficit reduction. That's what they're advertising. Oh, this bill reduces the deficit. Again, that just means that you're spending slightly less on the credit card. You're not actually paying off debt. So sure, yeah, we're spending more, but we're also taking more and we're calling that savings. That's really what we're talking about here. And uh, as far as Manchin's role here, that's where it gets kind of weird. And and, um, Manchin's reasons for supporting this new deal are uh, hard to understand Um, because the bottom line is this is yet another nearly trillion dollar federal bill. Now, the the spending that they're advertising is something closer to a half a trillion dollars. But uh, but in terms of the the new revenues they're forecasting and all this, we're still talking about a massive federal spending bill. Again, to, spe- to steal your money or to print um, new dollars and spend them on a, a, a pile of green energy nonsense in the way that mm-hmm. they've been talking about for a couple of years now. And it's at a time when we're all hurting for money and in need of established energy sources. So it's everything that Manchin had opposed in Build Back Better and the Green New Deal. And yet suddenly he's reversed and he now supports this bill. And he Why? did the Sunday show tour this morning, and he's preposterously claiming that this bill fights inflation and is not any sort of tax
2: increase. John, I didn't change my, not, my mind. I've never changed at all. This is fighting inflation. This is all about the, the absolute horrible... Uh, position that people are in now because of the uh, inflation cost and it's around energy mostly it's driving these high inflation this is going to do take care of that because this is aggressively producing more energy to get more supply to get the prices down that's what we're doing we didn't raise taxes John the taxes were the corporate tax in America in 20 20- Seventeen before the Republican tax cut was thirty five percent They cut it to twenty one percent so i 'm not raising any taxes. I never thought that people weren't paying at least twenty one
1: okay.
3: listening to these people uh, try to wrap their minds around this i mean it 's so manipulative well it 's like gibberish every time i 'm hearing one of these people talk i 'm like what, is, what are they even trying to say here? You,
0: you do need a translation service or something like that. How he thinks more federal spending fights inflation in general, I have no idea what he means. But when he's talking specifically about energy, he says, oh, well, federal spending on on all this incentive for energy, that's going to mean increased energy supply, which is going to mean lower energy costs, which is going to help fight inflation because energy costs are behind a lot of the inflation. Yeah, but what's the energy that's driving the costs? Is it solar? Have we seen a sudden spike in solar prices? Is it wind? No, no. The, what's driving the cost is the spike in oil, and this bill does nothing to address oil. This bill does... His state is coal mining. This bill does nothing on coal.
3: God. how would he do this?
0: So, yeah, great. Uh, you, you, I'm glad that we have all of these brand new wind farms when the price of gas is still five bucks. Mm. Oh, it's gone down so much, says Joe Biden, but... If you if you're if you're advertising the premise that energy costs are driving inflation, why are you not addressing the energy cost that is driving it instead of going after these tangential, unrelated energy costs?
3: Well, he we must assume that he's a swamp creature that is uh, motivated by some personal gain.
0: Schumer has a picture of him touching a kid. That's well, what. Well,
3: seriously, I, I looked all day. I, I cannot figure it out. Uh, um, this bill isn't even good for alternative energy.
0: No, it's because well there's that
3: there's that poison pill land lease, which I actually support entirely.
0: Oh, I didn't even see that. I don't know how that works. What's the deal there?
3: We have to lease out 60 million offshore acres or something like some some crazy amount for 10 years before they can even dip into any alternative renewable energy sources.
0: Wait, offshore what oil drilling? Mm-hmm. Oh, so this bill does actually address oil.
3: A little bit, yeah, but it's okay. it's just like this tiny, it's just this hidden blurb, and I think 10 million acres on U.S. soil.
0: Okay, but so don't. it has some obscure tangential poison pill. Yes. <laughs> okay. On, on so oil production, we're
3: never going to get to the alternative renewable resource. Yeah. You, you know, wind power, whatever the fuck, it's never going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Unless in any they case, that. in any case, that's not a provision that's going to incentivize or help uh, U.S. oil production anyway. Yeah. So it's not it's not something that stands to alleviate the cost that Manchin says he's worried about. Now, when he says he's uh, ra- when he says he's not raising taxes again, that's a semantic game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he says the increases in tax revenues are by closing loopholes rather than creating new taxes. Manchin's argument is that the current twenty one percent corporate tax rate nobody pays that because of avoidance and loopholes and lawyer and accountant tricks and all that. So his solution is to create this new loophole free fifteen percent minimum rate. really explaining how all of these people with multi-billion dollar companies won't figure out a way to minimize or eliminate those burdens as well they're pretty good at moving money around they'll figure it out um but but regardless objectively speaking the 15 percent corporate minimum tax in this bill that is a new tax it does not currently exist in the way that they want it thus they would be creating a new tax if they installed it the redefining of the carried interest uh uh, Redefining carried interest, as we talked about, for tax purposes. That's also a new tax. It does not currently exist in the way that they want it. Thus, they would be creating a new tax if they installed it. Hmm. The, and the only reason to do either of these things is because they know that many companies are not paying 15% tax rates. Right. Uh, they know that many investment managers are not paying income tax rates on their carried interest, which means they're looking to increase these taxes, which is what Manchin denies. But that's the entire premise behind those actions and again during an inflationary time we it's so tempting everybody people who support this oh it's those rich guys over there if we just punish those rich guys over there then i will uh my conditions will improve okay during an inflationary time supply is constrained additional burdens on producers will constrain production which does not help inflation that makes it worse no so you know as as tempting as it is to think oh it's all the all those uh Rich people throwing their money around and really uh, screwing me over. Okay, who's well.
3: tempted by that? I mean, this is basic economics.
0: Yeah, um, and Manchin used to understand this. So, you know, again, what, what changed? The the turnaround is uh, is drastic. I, I, I think he Chuck has some Schumer,
3: major financial incentive in
0: this. Something like that. Pat Toomey, who is critical of this bill, retiring Republican senator from Pennsylvania, said this morning on the Sunday shows that Joe Manchin has been promised some kind of pro-energy infrastructure bill sometime in the future.
3: Isn't that this supposed to be that?
0: He just said that's what this is. And also we just had the infrastructure bill last year. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what Manchin is gaining out of this, uh, but there's got to be something. There's, there's something more here than meets the eye because it's a bizarre turnaround for him. And um, if this bill is to become law, well, then the question is uh, what is, what's going to happen with cinema? Because the way this could pass, of course, it has to get through uh, to get through the Senate. This is not a filibuster eligible or filibuster required bill because it's a, budget, a budgetary bill. So they can get it through with a simple majority, but Democrats will need everybody, assuming no Republican support, which as of now we have no indication there is any. That means everybody, including Cinema, plus Kamala Harris, breaking the tiebreaker or uh, providing the tiebreaker. Uh, and we don't have any indication from Cinema where she stands on this, what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. So
3: yeah, she hasn't said anything. And then the other day, uh, somebody told her that Mansion had reached a deal with a uh, Chuck Schumer, and she she said, "What's going on?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so she's surprised too.
3: Uh, yeah, but I think she was literally like, "Like what? What? What's happening?" Um, but her spokesperson has said nothing. And like we talked about earlier, it's widely speculated that it's based on dropping this um carried interest provision.
0: Okay. Chuck Schumer is saying he wants to pass it through the Senate this week. Nancy Pelosi says she can pass it in the house. That's not exactly clear either. She can afford to lose four votes and the votes are not clearly in place just yet. Um, And if Chuck Schumer wants to pass this through the Senate this week, he's got to have all 50. That would include Dick Durbin, who has Corona right now and Patrick Leahy, who has had hip surgery. (sighs) Both are expected back this week, but that's not necessarily a guarantee either. So, we might face a little bit of a delay, but we're very, very close, if not likely to seeing another you know, half trillion dollar federal spending bill and a bunch of nonsense called the Inflation Reduction Act. We will see yeah. how much right. inflation reduction it actually does. And. Uh, you know, if that's not uh, if that's not enough federal spending for you and not enough federal spending to fix what ails us, there's plenty more uh, this week, the House and Senate passed the CHIPS Act sending that bill to biden's desk it is a uh, 280 billion dollar package aimed at encouraging u.s production of semiconductors as china continues to threaten taiwan and the region which uh, produces a lot of semiconductors on which of course our technology depends and it's a lot of stuff beyond just semiconductors there's there's 52 billion dollars in subsidies for u.s semiconductor manufacturers um there are there's a lot of money that that Funds just tangentially related things or some completely unrelated things. Um, There's grants for high tech research, which is sort of a closely related thing. But there's also pieces of the sort of nonsense you'd expect. There's money in this bill to protect Supreme Court justices and their families. Well, and that might be a worthwhile thing to do. The question is, why do we have to pass these thousand page massive spending bills with everybody just throwing some spaghetti at the wall? Everybody getting their turn, and then we all just pass it and say, oh, it's all about semiconductors and encouraging U.S. production. That might be a wise thing to do, given global conflicts and our need for this product. But why does it have to be in a thousand page bill that nobody's nobody reads, nobody understands, and it has all kinds so of unrelated they can hide, spending in
3: it? Yeah, because they can hide a bunch of unrelated <sighs> spending in it, of course. They they're deliberately. This was what seven hundred and twenty five pages or something. I think this one
0: pages. is a thousand. I who knows? Depends on what iteration of you get. It might be maybe the prior one. The inflation one is seven hundred pages. I think this one's a thousand. They're,
3: oh, you're right. They're, there's just no way that that there's enough uh, valid information to fill that many pages. Like it's just filled with fluff and trying to obscure hidden costs. They do this deliberately.
0: Uh, notably, this bill is not paid for, by the way, so we're going to have to rely on the deficit reduction savings from the Inflation Reduction Act to cover this $280 yeah. billion dollar bill. Thankfully, we have $300 billion in deficit reduction <laughs> from the Inflation Reduction Act. Even
3: if that was and- uh, the, what, what they were actually doing, you know, they, they, they're trying to obscure that they're spending uh, real money, but there has to be a better use of that money if, in fact, this were deficit reduction legitimately.
0: Uh, better, well, um, yeah, th- th- well, that's the problem, too. And that's kind of a tie into this next story. The lines between what I think most people could agree on as legitimate federal spending as just unrelated nonsense get very, very blurry. And that's
3: that's true. And and why why do people think that every dollar we have available uh, should be spent anyway?
0: Yeah, it, it would be nice to have a little leftover in the bank from time to time. <laughs> but I suppose what's the point when you have a, an unlimited credit card? You just keep yeah. charging forever and uh who cares because the day that the bills come is probably not a day where you're alive especially if you're 80 years old and uh, you don't have to care about such things and you stand to profit personally from uh all sorts of transactions like that in the meantime
3: Boomer nonsense.
0: so on this topic of the out of out of control spending this week there's a lot of political theater over this pact act uh, this bill you might have seen john stewart talking to everybody mm-hmm. about this oh congress hates veterans republicans hate veterans okay This bill would change how the Department of Veterans Affairs cares for veterans who are exposed to toxic substances by compelling the VA to presume that certain illnesses are linked to hazardous exposure. So this is most commonly related to burn pits in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, Burn pits, as the name implies, you're on base. You got a bunch of stuff to dispose of. You burn it. And if you're the guy helping to burn it. You might be exposed to all sorts of toxic things which could manifest uh, in certain illnesses or certain conditions later in life. And how we provide care to veterans who have experienced that is what this bill centers on. So currently, it's my understanding, at least, that that if you're alleging that you have a condition that was caused by that sort of thing, the burden of proof is on you, the veteran, to show the government and or the V.A., that that's what caused your condition and that's how you received treatment. This bill would redefine those conditions and say, no, it's presumed that that came from your time in the military and the job that you did. You don't have to prove anything to us. Here's your carrier on your way. Now, this week, that bill failed in the Senate with 41 Republicans in opposition. And everyone, as I mentioned, including John Stewart, got very mad and did the media around uh, accusing Republicans of hating veterans and all that. And you might think, right. well, there's got to be more to this this story. And at least that's Is what there- I was. That's what I was thinking. And and there is, uh, rightly or wrongly. Now, I'm not saying that that these details make it right to support the bill or wrong to support the bill. I'm saying it is, as always, not as simple as the sound bites portray it as. So this bill has actually been under negotiation for quite some time. And the previous there was a bill that was agreed upon with, I think, 80 senators in support of it. Uh, and that version of the bill. Uh, designated funding for the purpose uh, for this purpose as discretionary, as in subject to yearly congressional appropriations. Congress is going to check in on this every year, allocate mm. the money as it's needed for this purpose. The new version of the bill that was rejected now contains $280 billion in mandatory new spending Ugh. as in permanent spending, whether it's needed or not. And this is on top of the on prior an
3: annual basis.
0: I believe that's annual. Yeah. How is that even
3: sustainable? Also, uh, that's going to be worth so much less money next year.
0: (laughs) They keep writing checks like this. Yeah, it's uh, a trillion dollars will buy you a Snickers bar sooner rather than later. And this, this is on top of the $400 billion that was agreed upon as discretionary. So that, if my math is correct, that's $680 billion in mandatory new spending. And perhaps you say, well, that's to take care of our vets. That's good. And yeah, in general, I agree that taking care of our are injured or our vet our veterans who are in poor health condition but
3: everybody agrees with that yeah, they have they, to slide in slide it in like a billions and hundreds of billions of dollars in perpetuity on an annual basis yes and and this blanket amount it's like everybody wants to take care of our vets but we have to be reasonable exactly i think that it's it's unreasonable to act to ask them to prove causation to the federal government if you have copd and you were you know in a burn pit all the time in yeah. Afghanistan for two tours or whatever. That is unreasonable. Th- this is what pisses me off. Like everyone could get behind this. If you, if you were reasonable about your yeah. expectations and what we can afford here.
0: Yeah. Uh, the problem, the problem is not agreement on whether we ought to take care of veterans who are in need of healthcare as a result of their time in the military. The problem is setting aside money to be spent, whether it's needed or not. And in what mm. quantities. Yeah. And because if we set aside all of this money as mandatory, and the money is not, in fact, needed. Well, it still gets spent just on other mm-hmm. things and in different yeah. ways. So instead of yep. helping John, the wounded vet, get health care, um, if John, the wounded vet, doesn't need health care because um, his is already paid for, the money goes to, I don't know, a grant to your local drag queen story hour or something yeah. like that. Now, to be clear, and John Stewart has been around making this point, it is correct. This bill does not, as it, as it exists now, it does not directly fund other related nonsense in its current form, he's right about that. But what this does is create a massive pile of mandatory spending money without ongoing evaluation of, of whether that money is needed or not.
3: I hate so, that. All conservatives are going to hate that.
0: Yeah. So to your point, surely we can be more precise with our money management. It's, it, that's the nature of this dispute is proper management of money. Not should we support vets mm-hmm. and and the. That's why we're going to see a version of this bill pass too. It's again, it's being it's being presented as Republicans hate vets. Well, if they did, you wouldn't see any version of this pass. It'd be doa if they hated vets. Yeah, it's going to pass. It might just be modified uh, financially in different ways, and it's not even the bottom line number. It's just about what the terms of that spending actually are. Are they open ended or are they defined and for a specific purpose? Yeah. It. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. It shouldn't be this hard. I agree with John Stewart and the rest. This shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard to say, here's the problem. It's defined in its scope. Let's limit the spending to strictly that scope. John Stewart would come back and say, well, this doesn't appropriate spending for unrelated things. Right. But it does create a large pile of money that could be. Can we yeah, support exactly. veterans without doing that?
3: Uh, clearly. And then what it's talking about is something very specific also. Yeah. Uh, so so why can it not is it not definable? Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, yeah, I suppose maybe, I don't know exactly how all of these calculations were reached. They have a set, they have a, a series of defined conditions that they are going to presume are the result of hazardous exposure in the military. But on what scale, on what financial scale does the treatment for those conditions exist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to see some version of this bill pass very soon. Uh, in the meantime, it's going to be a lot of political nonsense about how certain people hate veterans or something like that. Um, Democrats are also going to ease inflation with unconstitutional gun bans, at least if uh, house Democrats had their way. We spoke a little bit about this assault weapons ban that passed through Jerry Nadler's judiciary committee last week. Recall he openly stated the purpose of the bill was to ban weapons in common use. Uh, That's, of course, an open rejection of the Supreme Court's uh, Second Amendment case law. Now, it wasn't clear that Nancy Pelosi had the numbers to get the bill through the House, but she did pull it off. And Democrats cheered at the prospect of making you helpless before their control.
1: On this vote, the yeas are 217. The nays are 213. The bill is passed. That objection a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table.
0: Okay. What they're cheering is just the fact that they can make campaign ads out of this going into the midterms. That, that's yeah, that's, that's all they're cheering. Yeah. I'm not going to bother with the specifics. We mentioned them last week. The bill is dead on arrival in the Senate. Nowhere near filibuster-proof uh, support in the Senate. Even if it did miraculously pass, Supreme Court... Would likely strike it down under the previously mentioned um, common use standard. So this is all just a campaign piece for Democrats. Um, You know, look, we tried to save you, but those evil Republicans—they support school (laughs) shooters when they're not hating veterans. Okay, um, what is the far more entertaining piece of this uh, particular story? Is the antics of Democrat Congressman Chuy Garcia? Is that how you say that? Is it chewy? I
3: do do not know.
0: Chewbacca Garcia. All right. After the (laughs) bill's passage on Friday night, Garcia tweeted, I just voted to reinstate the assault weapons ban. Now it's the Senate's turn to pass it and send it to President Biden's desk. Weapons of war have no place in our communities or our streets. And then a completely anonymous account quote tweeted him and and said, I've never heard of this guy and I won't complain even if his silly law or I won't comply rather even if his silly law passes. Early Saturday morning, Garcia's official congressional account replied, You are borderline retarded, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> and C- Garcia issued a statement uh, yesterday morning, Saturday morning, clarifying. He-, he says, Last night, a member of Congressman Garcia's staff posted an unauthorized <laughs> tweet from the congressman's account using profanities, and offensive language to individuals living with disabilities. The individual responsible will be held accountable and appropriate disciplinary action will be taken. I don't buy it. The the you're a dipshit tweet, that was like 1.19 a.m. Why why would a staffer (laughs) be on his Twitter account? I
3: know, he's just like wasted and I don't know, maybe.
0: I think he drunk tweeted. That's that's my bet. Now, of course, uh, Congressman Chewbacca has uh, previously tweeted about the importance of civility, how damaging and dangerous Trump's attacks on Twitter are. Uh, we can't have name calling and fear mongering," he said in May 2019. "We must stand together against all efforts to divide us, except for borderline retarded dipshits. <laughs> they should be divided immediately from the rest of us. Ugh. Oh man, I'm way behind time, but I can't skip. I, we got hoax hate. We got the movie review. I'm just gonna have to hustle. But I gotta talk to San Francisco Monkeypox that Monkeypox fest. So I'll just hurry. Uh, Because despite the pleas and warnings of CDC director Rochelle Walensky, the men who have sex with men community just can't stop their monkeypox transmission. And so states of emergency have been declared in both San Francisco and New York. We'll focus on San Francisco in particular. Uh, Mayor London Breed says uh, this declaration, this emergency declaration will begin on Monday and allows the city to prepare and allocate resources to prevent the spread of the monkeypox virus. Apparently uh, masks repurposed to cover your butt have been showing positive effects. I don't know if they're trying that at the festival over the weekend, but uh, the city currently has 281 active monkeypox cases. The first case was confirmed on June 3rd, oh my God. Uh, right in time for Pride Month in San Francisco. Now, of course, what we know about monkeypox is that everyone is affected equally. It's just some people are affected more equally than more others. Equally. Yeah. And her statement reads almost that absurdly. Uh, It's a contradiction with itself. London Breed says, quote, we all know this virus impacts everyone equally, but we also know that those in our LGBTQ community are at greater risk right now. Oh, so it's what is
3: of course they are. (laughs) And it's not LG. I don't see any dykes getting monkeypox.
0: No, it's uh, it's G and B. And we have data to that effect. A little bit of T, maybe some Q. Not a lot of L.
3: Yeah. No, L.
0: very rare. So uh, yeah, so monkeypox is a threat to everyone equally, but in particular, these people very equally, um, and it's particularly if you engage in anal sex equally. That seems to be the <laughs> distinguishing factor. If you have equal anal sex, you're at risk. Oh data from uh, data from California, the California State of Public Health, whatever their department name is, California State Department of Public Health, they have data to this effect. They released uh, data on Friday that show. Ninety two percent of all uh, all monkeypox patients, uh, all people who have tested positive, at least for monkeypox, are gay people, as in gay and men. Eight
3: percent are lying
0: or no. Ninety two percent are just are, are gay in general. And um, and just in case you think, well, eight percent straight people get it. No, 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 no. Six percent are bisexual. OK, one percent are transgender. Ninety eight percent of cases are in men. In fact, of the 554 cases in California in which the sexual orientation of the infected person is known, straight people account for just 11 cases.
3: Oh, my gosh.
0: So if you include all the cases where sexual orientation is not known, just confirmed straight cases of monkeypox in California are about 1% of the total.
3: Good Lord. And all of those people, uh, their husbands or boyfriends took a little little vacation
0: yeah something like that might have happened now uh now how can you say that the virus impacts everyone equally when it so clearly it really impacts a not. very specific subset of people because of a very specific behavior well Wouldn't ironically honesty that
3: honesty b- benefit the gay community here
0: uh, it seems so because this unclear communication is having negative impact on exactly who it's supposed to protect which is san francisco gays at least the communication from the San Francisco government. So Although,
3: gay- I, I don't know. I feel like if you're having promiscuous anal sex and like, I don't know, truck stops or bathhouses or whatever these people do, um, that you aren't super concerned about disease transmission of any kind. Like if I, you are not worried about AIDS, I don't think you're going to be very worried about monkeypox.
0: Th- but well, it, it appears that maybe they are though, as the attendance at the festival might indicate, uh, and yeah, it, 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 all of this might you might say muddled communication is done to protect the uh, men who have sex with men community from being offended. But ironically, it's making gay San Franciscans angry with the communication strategy. Uh, according to a report in the San Francisco Chronicle, there's a shortage of the vaccine itself for monkeypox, presumably partly because those who are not at risk are propagandized into believing that they are. You also have a quote in this story from Honey Mahogany, who I guess uh, when she's not stripping down at the local corner joint, she is the chair of the San Francisco Democratic Party. Honey Mahogany.
1: Oh, my
2: God.
0: Uh, She uh, has this to say um, about what's going on. She says the San Francisco government has failed the citizens in response to this outbreak. So is the solution for San Francisco to maybe get real about how they're. World famous anal has some consequences. Is, <laughs> World is,
3: famous anal.
0: Is there recognition? Uh, is there any recognition of the fact that, hey, uh, honey mahogany, your uh, your party controls that city unilaterally, so maybe it's your fault. Uh, no, of course not. The solution is the same as always: call in the feds. We need a federal. Uh, A national emergency declaration says Honey Mahogany. The quote is after San Francisco's. Oh, this is in the paper. After San Francisco's announcement, she said it should be followed with action on the federal level. Quote, it's about time. We need a local but also a national emergency to be called so we can effectively nip this in the bud. You need to. This is a case where you actually do need to nip it in the butt, though. I know that's incorrect, (laughs) but nip this one in the butt, honey. We know how to do this and we have the tools at hand. Well, if you know how to do this and you have the tools at hand, why do you need the feds?
3: The feds, right.
0: And and it's not an emergency anywhere but your city. Could the emergency perhaps be relieved by changes in the behavior in your particular city? Could that I know, be? It's, still,
3: it's like AIDS. Okay. Um, stop fucking each other in random places. Be in monogamous relationships if you can't keep your dick out of somebody's ass there i
0: solved aids and monkeypox no no no! completely unreasonable uh just change your behavior (laughs) and and this this from the same people who had no no hesitation about not just telling everyone else to change their behavior but enforcing it through force of law them. remember Mm -hmm. go to a grocery store go to a, a restaurant uh go to church god forbid not wearing a mask and these people wanted you imprisoned now if you have the audacity to say Maybe don't go out barely clad and uh, engage in anal sex with strangers. Uh, Maybe that would just put not not quit entirely, but hey, maybe during the monkey box outbreak, just chill out for a little while. No, that's uh, I don't know.
3: I mean, the mortality is so astoundingly and unfortunately low.
0: I, I don't know what the statistics are. What it's
3: like it, 1% die, But the previous strain, the original strain in Africa, it was like 30 to 50%. We're like, all right. And then this comes 1%. I'm like, <laughs> now it's just a bunch of fags with like lesions all over their face.
1: Uh,
0: I've seen some pictures. and uh, Did
3: you see that big b- bodybuilder guy with just like black crusty lesions all over?
0: I didn't see that <laughs> one, so. but I did think in my mind, how did those pox get there? Yeah. What? what uh what what deposited those pox at that particular spot?
1: An okay. anonymous dick.
0: <laughs> he says, uh, "Actually, I don't know. I, I don't even know. I do-
3: <laughs> And he's telling the truth. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, okay. Well, in the case of, in the case of monkey pox, <laughs> to your point, we actually have a very easy way to stop transmission, and it's not demanding that people um, forego basic necessities of life. It, it's it's uh, again maybe just hold off on the the anal with strangers but no the kink must go on so specifically the annual san francisco up your alley kink and fetish festival must go on it went on as planned this weekend Despite the emergency declaration set to take effect tomorrow morning, according to the event's description, nearly this is for past events, nearly 15,000 leather men and fetish enthusiasts engage in BDSM play at over 50 adult vendor spaces in the city, spanking, punching, whipping, flogging, bondage, domination and submission, creative water sports, toys and so much more in full effect.
3: I don't want to know. I don't I
0: don't know what the water sports are. And this one, uh, this won't be the only event either. The Folsom Festival is still scheduled for September 22nd. Last year, over 40,000 monkey pox enthusiast men who have sex with men attended, uh, a big number, um, uh, of course, last year because the event was canceled for, uh, for the years prior because of coronavirus. Gross. Now, late breaking before the stream tonight, uh. Apparently, they did get at least a little responsible at the Up Your Rally Kink and Fetish Festival. The San Francisco called? Chronicle reports that if you wanted to jump on stage and be bound in chains and whipped, you had to provide proof of monkeypox vaccination. Uh, apparently, you didn't have to provide the proof to get in, though. Uh, the Chronicle says the monkeypox vaccination requirement to be chained and whipped on stage that did kill some of the festival's spontaneous pleasure. But of course, the, the precaution was necessary. Apparently, all attendees did have to show a coronavirus, a proof of uh, coronavirus vaccination as well. Uh, the bo- I love this. The booths were separated by 10 feet. They, they spaced out their booths to stop the spread of, of, uh, of monkeypox. When, of course, it, it's, it's you have to space out the dicks and the butts uh, oh to gosh. stop the spread of monkeypox. The booths are really not a consideration uh, unless you're doing the transmission inside of a booth with another person. But this is what I was getting at. You talk about what inspires fear in the people. Where are the attendance numbers here? Um, fear of monkeypox is apparently a big thing because the event over the weekend peaked at around 2,000 or 3,000 people. And at it normally the event. gets
3: 40,000?
0: Well, that's the other event that's coming up in September. This one, oh. they say this event typically peaks at about 10,000. So we're looking at like a 70, 80% drop in kink and fetish festival, up your alley festival attendance because of presumably monkeypox.
3: oh i don't know i guess that's good <laughs> what do well, these people want me to say i like i'm, I'm never going to accept your lifestyle or act like this is our right and if a disease wipes through your community and punishes you for your promiscuity and kills you all like i i don't care
0: well, um, some might say there are fates worse than death, and not being able to butt fuck a stranger whenever you want could be considered <laughs> such a thing.
3: I don't understand this. This is what happens when women are not in the picture. When you uh, when you remove a woman, being like, "Stop trying to have sex with me. I don't want to have sex." It's just bathhouses and. Cornholes and glory holes. You, What's cornholes? That's, that's just a game. That's just a that's you. Just a game you like
0: see it. what you've done, monkeypox enthusiasts. <laughs> you have made blonde into a feminist. Like this, this is your ultimate crime. <gasps> I
3: know. <laughs> Women have to be. They have to be the gatekeepers of sex, or everything goes fucking crazy.
0: Maybe there's something to that. I, I, I can't deny the results.
3: Is cornholing a sex thing? No, that's just the game where that's you the throw game. the yeah.
0: Although I've Why always does that hated sound the, so bad. Yeah, I've hated the name of that game forever. Even though I quite enjoy the game. I don't like. I'm the sure name.
3: cornhole also means butthole, right?
0: Well, let's see if there's a well. Beavis and Butthead—he always did the cornholio thing, right? What is that? Yeah. Does that have a technical definition? I don't.
3: I don't. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. We got
0: to get uh, the NBER in to answer this question. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Urban Dictionary defines cornhole as something that you should care about. <laughs> something that you should care about during a prison sentence
3: okay so there's a butthole connotation yeah do people listen to the show for this material i don't
0: know we should probably move on to hoax hate that's why people tune in right plus we're up against the clock let's do it and now the nobody saw it happen but it's totally a product of trump's america hoax hate crime of the week (laughs) ah shit it's backwards (laughs) I, think they'll notice. I had to scrap this one last week because we had more hoax hate than I could handle, including it's a good this, one, the Sesame Place story that we have an update to that we'll get to in a minute. But I can't I have to bring this one up because it's one of those local news stories, video news stories. Mm-hmm. That's just hilarious. So in Centerville, Illinois, a black mechanic who works at America's Auto Center says he discovered someone had planted a doll wearing blackface in his toolbox And this sort of racist prank has actually been happening to him frequently.
1: The company who employs the mechanic tells News 4 they are working to find out who's behind a very bold and racist act. I want this place to stop how they treat black people. And I'm putting a stand to it today. He says he found this in his (laughs) toolbox after his lunch break. The doll was all white and they painted the face black. Hickman says there was more to this doll. The initials WP on it, which stands for white power. It hurts. My heart is crushed. You're a f. Coward America's Auto Center <laughs> tells News 4 they are investigating and have implemented sensitivity training. They offered me a different position, thinking that's going to fix everything. A different position's not going to fix nothing. Don't do that shit again. You're in the heart of Nokia. Centerville. Why would you do something like that? Hickman says this doll is not the first time he's been targeted. Someone put grease under my door handle and thought it was funny. He said the <laughs> coworker also gave him this lighter of a monkey with a banana on it. For this to happen down here in Centerville is very disturbing to me. No one should have to go through this. Now he is looking for a new job. We will get justice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: douche like you cannot offer me another position here because i don't want to work and that's the real problem
0: <laughs> there's only one solution and it is a disproportionately large check that is the yeah. only thing that will provide racial justice it came off as so inauthentic yeah it, the, the first line of the story in the written uh, story here a st Clair county man tells news for a racist discovery at work has scarred him for life
3: come on man my Maybe.
0: heart was crushed i am scarred for life we will get justice. Robotic fist race. Like yeah. it's, it's like he rehearsed it in the mirror and was bad at it. Anyway, um, I'm where can we get that lighter? You know, a couple of times on the show, there's been certain products and it's like, where do you find that? If anyone knows where I can get that orangutan banana lighter, I'd love to have it.
3: So based. This is another one. Wish would wish is true. But...
0: The, the grease under the door handle. How is that racist? Isn't that just like a, Ha ha, you got grease on your hand, or it's hard to open the door type training.
3: Maybe his colleagues just like him.
0: Well, that's that's the that's the irony. If you weren't hated at work before, now that you've created mandatory sensitivity training, everyone does Everyone's hate you now. Hate you. Yeah. So congratulations. And this story is from uh, July 21st. The person responsible for this blackface planted doll remains on the loose. No update to this story that I've seen. Uh, so low effort. We also have um well, the, you want higher effort. This lawsuit coming for Sesame Place. That sounds yeah. higher effort, potentially. They're going to
3: get a huge payout, it looks like. You think 25? so? Well, I think so. Um, because uh, SeaWorld Parks, the owner of Sesame Place, they've already like issued a series of apologies. But they defended themselves saying, like, listen, it's hot in those suits. And they really don't have very good visual below yeah. their eyes. Like, They don't know what's going on. Um, but it is a $25 million lawsuit class action status filed in federal court in Philly against SeaWorld Parks, which is the owner of Sesame place. And it's for pervasive and appalling racial discrimination. I'm sure they'll get a few hundred thousand dollars.
0: Well, they're also this class action. They're claiming to represent not just again, the the video we saw, the two girls who were, I guess, rejected by Rosita on account of their race. They're claiming to represent according, according to their lawyer, all the black people who were present at
3: how how could like, you even do that? All
0: black people were harmed at, on that Father's Day weekend at Sesame Place, they're claiming. And I think they're going even further than that insofar as they're collecting similar videos of black children being supposedly abused across multiple points in time at Sesame Place. And a few of those have emerged. I mentioned last week they referenced the the lawyer and the, and the family said, we've seen videos of similar things happening to other black children. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I still think that this is wildly misunderstood. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to learn that there's like some minority high school kid working in the Rosita suit in the first place. And this has nothing to do with any racist intent. So I'm not yeah. saying that. That said, some of these new videos,
1: <laughs> they're
0: kind of funny because they are, especially the last one, I'm like, okay, what the hell is actually going on here? Check these out look elmo okay that's not much Bert high-fiving people but no way for this black bitch get out of here <laughs> okay this last one <laughs> this this last one just like shoving over a little black girl all right That's like, I understand (laughs) it's I understand it's hard to see in the suits and but that's not I would understand if you just kind of bumped into a little girl because you can't see that well. That's probably do
3: it to 10 white kids a day. Like I have no evidence. What's the what's the level of hatred for white children? Maybe these people just hate children.
0: That's true. I do need a baseline level of uh, child abuse that's happening to all races. Also,
3: Bert is a homosexual, so he gets a pass.
0: That's true. I forgot about that. They're discriminating he is, against he, Bert. Yes,
3: he actively has monkeypox.
0: <laughs> He's just being responsible about he transmission. Is. I forgot that they actually declared them gay. It's not just that they're speculated to be. They are declared gay, Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Man, that really upsets me. You know, I had a little uh, Ernie, Ernie, well, I wouldn't call it a doll. It was an Ernie action figure when I was a, a toddler. Did you? And uh, now looking back, it's like. I, I, I guess I was propagandized by Sesame Street. And look at me now. They've made me into this monstrosity.
3: You are. You're just a terrible, terrible <sighs> human being.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we're up at the top of the hour. So uh, without further ado, we should get into the movie review.
2: In a world of movie references flying over his head, one man will finally watch them. This Is the Matt and Blonde Show movie review?
0: This week's movie is the 2004 crime thriller Man on Fire, in which an alcoholic ex CIA agent is hired to protect a young girl in Mexico City. She is kidnapped in an insurance fraud scheme gone wrong, and he brutalizes his way back to her recovery, sacrificing himself for her safety, as he was hired to do. From movie picker Bobby, it has cartel stuff. It has cartel stuff and Denzel Washington. It's like Taken, but more gloomy. Uh, I have a, a few indicators as to your view on this movie, but uh, as usual, go right ahead with your review. Well, first, in your I reading. wanted
3: to start by ripping on the audience and my biggest criticism. Why didn't you pick Taken?
0: Hmm. Was it on the list?
3: I don't know. Taken was a better movie. Why was this oh, even well proposed that's, in the movie? Bobby, that's Bobby. Why'd you You'd do have... this to me, Bobby? I just yeah. don't understand the audience. Like we have this opportunity to show Skag all of these world class like Fellini films and all this shit. And you're like, watch Man on Fire. Mm. <laughs> well Bobby.
0: they they voted to reject the list in the week prior. That's how we got Joker. So
3: can we get him to watch some like top tier film?
0: The system is the system.
3: And I like Tony Scott and this this movie was so annoying to watch. Like I hated these montage bits and the, and the it was so fucking annoying. Okay. And it was so excessive in violence. And in duration, it was like two and a half hours long. It was an exercise in patience to watch this. And I didn't care about any of the characters, including Whitey McWhiteface Lapita. How is that Mark Anthony's kid?
0: (laughs) How? It's all of mom's genes, for sure.
3: How is that? That woman was also darker skinned. Dakota Fanning did not come from these two people. (laughs) Like the most annoying miscasting I've ever seen. This was totally unrelenting. She should
0: have been named Consuela. You're right. It would have been been better.
3: A totally unrelenting, unrestricted, unedited revenge flick. I would rather watch Dakota Fanning get cartelled for two and a half hours than watch this again. Um, I don't know why I didn't give it a one out of five. I gave it a two out of five. Wow. Which now I'm finding inexplicable. But I... I hate I didn't hate it as much as I've hated other movies. Why do people think that Denzel Washington is fucking Marlon Brando and like everything he watches is so great? He's like an okay actor with nice teeth, and that's it.
0: I think he's great overall. Um I will save my opinion of him in this until you're ready. Uh do you want to revise to a one or are you sticking with a two?
3: I'll stick with it. Like this wasn't like my least favorite movie of all time, but it was really annoying to watch. And I'm no better for watching it. And I was annoyed the whole time I was watching it.
0: <laughs> uh, what, do you have a prediction of what I think?
3: I hope you don't like it.
0: Ah, uh, We're mostly on the same page ah! for, for largely the same reasons. Uh, when I thought about this after the fact, there are some things I appreciate about it. I did appreciate <laughs> or at least i t- i tried to find things of value that are then they're later undermined by other plot points in the movie but this suicide attempt that uh, he's saved by you know bad prime or whatever and he goes on to find a purpose in life that he didn't see from his lowest point point. and i did appreciate okay, the demonstration yeah. that your life has value even okay. if you don't see the value in it today its value will present itself in ways you never saw before tomorrow
1: Okay. And it
0: might be as simple as helping a little girl uh, become a more competitive swimmer. All right. Stuff like
3: helping a little white girl that might actually be Mexican, but is totally white
0: (laughs) or, you know, your purpose might be um, chopping off cartel fingers or your purpose might be shooting RPGs recklessly into urban intersections or (laughs) your purpose might be, uh, as I wrote in the review, wrongfully convincing a young girl's dad to kill himself on false pretenses. Your life has value. That's Um,
3: true. (laughs) i was like that's a little harsh like he really did think that uh she was just gonna eat ice cream and watch tv does he really have to kill himself yeah
0: um so that that's why i say like this that point is sincere to me but it's not that sincere because i don't think the movie takes it that seriously it's your life has value to do all these insanely reckless murderous torturous things all right i also appreciated that a, a man without a family comes to see its value. He insists on being professional with her and he's only hired to do a task, but he can't help but adopt that sort of fatherly daughterly role. And that's, that's how he finds purpose in the end. I like all that. Um, like her
3: dad is too ugly to deal with this. So I'm going to have to step in.
0: (laughs) I also, uh, I don't like torture scenes for a lot of the reasons you're describing. I just don't find that entertaining. I did like the ass blast though. The ass blast C4 was pretty cool. Um, it, it provided for an urgent negotiation, it um, it was funny. It had a satisfying end that wasn't um, it wasn't overly agonizing. So I liked that. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you've said enough about these God awful montages. Oh, good. Okay. And I, I, I agree in full. None of that makes it dramatic. None of that makes it um, compelling in any way. None of that is storytelling. It just makes me feel like I'm about to have a seizure. And it was yes. you don't tell a story. So Colorful by strobe light you know you like yeah. I, I, in a movie that is too long i agree i wonder if you eliminated not just the edits in some of the scenes like uh when lupita is kidnapped if you just eliminated these transition montages which it seemed like they did between every scene okay here now here's a weird acid trip montage this the movie probably, would have
3: been 45 minutes long
0: i don't know if it's that much i guessed 15 in the review i feel <laughs> safe about 15 minutes eliminated but just by cutting yeah. those To me, the movie's probably a wiki better just by deleting those montages outright. And I could talk about the editing I don't like, but at least the editing, at least when I think you're badly editing a scene like Lupita's kidnapping, it is still telling me a story. The editing just came off like, I'm a high school kid who's making my uh, semester project in iMovie. Look at all the effects I discovered when I loaded up the software. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. That you should. Just... Stop the strobing for the love of God. And the the other thing I didn't like, um, the ending is not nearly revengey enough. And I know that it's supposed to be um, a sacrifice, Creasy sacrificing. And if he had tried to shoot up the voice's men, it would have put PETA at risk. And the whole point is him sacrificing his bloodlust for her safety. I understand all that. I also know per the prior scene that Creasy is an expert in ass blasting. He could have rigged himself (laughs) And gone out in glory. Oh yeah! But he just sits in the car and dies this lame death, and Presumably. and that's how it ends. Um, and they, not only is it lame, he just kind of sits there for a couple minutes and dies. They still dress it up with the shaky cam and the flashing, and
3: yeah, and it's not the even a shaky cool scene. Cam. I forgot to God. mention that. That was so annoying. Ugh. Like, this is not Blair Witch Project. Stop. Yeah. Stop, Tony Scott.
0: So I, I wasn't a big fan of the end. Um And I know it's sort of hypocritical for me to say, oh, I appreciate it. This, this movie tells you that your life has value, but I really wish he would have committed a glorious suicide at the end. Yeah, that's kind of contradictory. This movie is also kind of contradictory in that sense. Your life has purpose to... Go on and put other people at risk, or even commit horrible acts of torture or murder against them. This movie was sort of a—it it was a—I uh, don't know, like a, just a much like the montages. It was just sort of thrown together with a lot of competing things that don't necessarily jive. Um, so I don't know. That—that's my attempt at trying to make sense of it. But just I no I,
3: more Denzel Washington, you guys.
0: I actually share your rating. It wasn't on a, a complete really? hate, but it was a two.
1: it's definitely enough for me dog
0: for me scraping the barrel to find the value in it none of that value is worth the seizure that watching the movie induces uh so
3: tony scott's a good director didn't he make prometheus i love that movie
0: i don't know i don't know that tony
3: and ridley scott maybe ridley scott is the is the the one here i don't
0: know um, i uh,
1: what
3: did the audience say
0: I was just going to say the early vote from the audience is more negative than usual. Three wikis is the the dominant vote so far. Four and two after that. So people are more lukewarm about this movie than some of the other nominations. Okay. Uh, next week, the selection is falling down. I have never seen that. Have you?
3: I have not. I... Okay.
0: 1993, Michael Douglas. That's about all I know about it. Uh remaining nominations for the month of august uh, nominations this month are from listener derek they include airplane we were soldiers clue 1917 kelly's heroes little shop of horrors the 1986 iteration i was uh, informed that there's also a 1960 version i didn't know that last week so it's the 1986 one with um steve martin and the, the guy who got assaulted on the streets of new york not uh we called him rick more it's uh rick moreanus Moranis? That's
3: a really unfortunate...
0: The guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That guy.
3: You guys all hated Prometheus? I thought that movie was beautiful and terrifying.
0: Plus, there's uh, Glory, or of course, you can uh, vote for a randomly selected top-rated movie. Reject the list uh, and vote for a randomly selected top-rated movie instead. And as a reminder, if you'd like to read my movie reviews, comment how wrong I am, submit your own rating, vote for the next movie, and sign up for the chance to be the movie nominator for the month... The one and only place to do it is in my weekly movie review column, linked in the description and on the homepage of the website. That is Don't Matt Christensen Media up, dot com. Well, they vote on what they are presented.
3: Yeah, I know, but the the first mistake comes with the people nominating these shitey shite. So we movies.
0: need nomination reform. Is that what we you're
3: need saying? nomination all right. reform? All right. That's all I've got.
0: I'd be open to opening it up. Um, speaking seriously. I, I the trouble with having like a, a vote system to do the nominations. Like if you have too many people voting on too many choices, you can have winners that are, are such a small fraction of the total. I know, you know, like let's say we just put out a list of a hundred movies and people can vote on them or something. Well, yeah. then the winner might have five votes. Theoretically it's possible. That's
3: true. That's how it would go. Yeah. Yeah. I so, just am butthurt because the segment was way better when I had um,
0: just
3: <laughs> unilateral power over it.
0: But you never hated movies in the in that in that time. And, I know
3: it was awesome.
0: Yeah, and I haven't actually hated a movie. I was looking back. The last movie I hated, and trust me, I remembered once I looked at the list because you all reminded me very much was uh, RoboCop. That was the last movie I hated. Gave it a you two. Hated RoboCop. Yeah, gave it a two before this one. Um, what did I? I blocked these things out. What did I? Memory. What was the last one I gave a one? You 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 read some chats. I'm gonna find the last one I gave a one.
3: Oh my god, you guys! I love you guys, but also I hate you. Sea hmm. freeze. One of the Pokemon games has an evil group who start a phony social justice movement to shame the public into disarming themselves and becoming defenseless. What are some other kid friendly media that are secretly red pilled? That's hmm. hilarious, really.
0: Oh. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't, I don't know anything off the top of my head. I'm gonna have to think about that though, because uh, once my son is at the age of consuming entertainment, I'm gonna have to have some go tos, and I don't have those yet. Oh God, I'm so stuck. Have you figured anything out? What uh...
3: about the kids thing? Yeah. No.
0: Uh, By the way, last one rating we both agreed Rocky back in April. I forgot that was the last one. Did I give Rocky a one? I think you did.
3: I didn't hate it that much. God.
0: Apparently you did. I think. Well, I must have
3: been in a really bad mood.
0: You keep going. I'll verify your Rocky rating with the graphic that we were provided.
3: Mark Allen says, Matt, I was looking at houses in Bozeman today for fun. The average homes are over $900,000. What percentage increase has occurred? Also, have you tried the Dickens pistol drill? Will you?
0: Um, I'm not going to do that publicly because, frankly, I'm. There's no You're way I can, I can drill in public. There's no way I can pass the and test. Um, and I just don't want the video evidence of that. I fully acknowledge I'm not going to pass the and test, uh, which of course is. What
3: are you talking
0: about? Elijah Dickon, the Indiana dude who, who shot the mass shooter across the, the mall oh. with a handgun at 50 yards in like 15 seconds. I, you I'm might not be able to do it. I, am I confident I could get a hit or two on a man sized target at 50 yards? Uh, with a handgun
3: yeah what kind of gun was he using again
0: it's still unconfirmed oh. as far as i've seen um but could i hit eight out of ten almost no chance i don't think that's <laughs> and certainly not in 15 seconds i don't think that's happening that's um, all
3: that monkey pox talk i just assumed you guys were talking about something disgusting
0: you know what i think you might be right i think you did give rocky a two i, sh- I have to clarify okay according to the graphic you give rocky a two
3: okay Um, boogeyman nine one seven cheers to my favorite podcast duo. Thank you. Wicked Massel. The, that doesn't sound like a recession to me. Misdirection from the intro. It wasn't just absurd. It's disturbing. Untethered to economic reality. They're doubling down to cause even more damage. I know.
0: Yeah. It, (laughs) and, and keep in mind, doesn't sound like a recession to me. No questions. Thank you. Followed up with no opportunity for clarification, just declaration and move on.
3: Yeah. But, um, people that believe this are also culpable
0: clearly you have to be man there's there's just that's such a deep level of entrenchment and just refusal to accept not just outside evidence but but really outside reality at this point yeah. it's it's not just evidence contrary to your worldview like here are some stats here's a case that is counter to what you believe this is just things that fit definitions are you in or out yeah and a, and a lot of people well I shouldn't say a lot at least this president and the people most loyal to him, which is a diminishing crowd. Um, they're out. But it's not but,
3: loyalty to him. It's loyalty to the party. I don't think the, yeah. the average Democrat is like, has a, has a hard on for Biden. They just uh, want protect, to protect their stupid uh, progressive pet projects.
0: Yeah, well, it's a it's a religious substitute for those of, of that level of entrenchment. They, they, they don't, by and large, they are godless people. This is their God. And uh, that's why you see the commitment that you do.
3: Yep. Um, Hillbilly Deluxe didn't hear Ducey press Jen Blackie on what cleaning up the mess means. Uh, yeah, it means
0: it means not finishing the wall by erecting new wall. That's what it means. <laughs> it
3: totally makes sense. Yeah. Michael Anderson, best guess as a T Rex jo- uh, jockey actor, Will Smith. Um, eg, any which way you can. Hell comes to Frogtown. Conan the Barbarian. William Smith. I'm sorry.
0: No, oh. maybe this is I, clarification of the artwork we're talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Ah. Majorison gap and wall right beside rapids. Brilliant. We need more strategic gaps. I agree.
0: I think that's why it was the threat is there's I don't know the exact layout geographically of that area, but there's something about you can pass through the wall there, but the water is very dangerous.
3: What about completing the wall? They just like make a guillotine. <laughs> and then leave all the holes open
0: yeah you make it mousetrap from the other side so people try to time <laughs> it right and then it drops on them
3: you know? uh more americans should move to mexico city and, and put, put in coffee shops and like <laughs> yogurt shops and everything more of that yeah and get a taste of their own medicine i like that that's what happens when when mex or when americans move to mexico they're like ooh, they're gentrifying and then like mexicans move here and everything's horrible like thanks <laughs> well, you- guys The avocados
0: have become incredible. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Yes, totally. Injured guardian. Some will say that it's too late to ask this. What's what's with the blonde gets a toe in the mail thing? Was it a euphemism or something? Oh, yeah. It was discussed on multiple occasions. No, it's not a euphemism. And I didn't get a toe in the mail. I bought a human toe. The woman did not die. She was a diabetic who had her toe amputated and voluntarily gave it to a pathologist who sold it to an antique dealer that sold it to me.
0: You have all the paperwork to prove the uh, chain of custody.
3: I do. I don't yeah. know if it was legal to cross state lines with it, but I did it anyway.
0: Well, the feds, they have you now. Uh, oh, I That'd was thinking really of the eyeball, though. I did the eyeball it? ever arrive?
3: No. Where is my eyeball? Oh. But he did uh, get out of the surgery and he said his headaches are better now and everything like that. Oh, okay. So. But I did get um, a bag of wisdom teeth in the P.O. box. That should be there any day now.
0: The PO, As in the P.O. box that I control? Mm-hmm. I have not seen that.
3: Well, it's not you know, it doesn't say wisdom teeth on it, but something's coming through.
0: Well, I haven't seen I mean the P.O. box is empty right now and I ain't seeing any wisdom teeth.
3: I'm just saying if the audience really loves me, they would find ways to send me more <laughs> body parts. Show your devotion, guys. Got it. Mahina right. fam. Uh, no weird stuff though. Um point nine percent in a pox. quarter. <laughs> with 9% inflation. So in a quarter with insane money in the system, it still managed to go negative. So realistic, it's cl- it's closer to 9% GDP. Yeah. And that is also uh, the, the government adjusted. 0.9% is government adjusted. So you can assume that they're doing some funny business in this. They have to factor
0: inflation in that calculation. Do they not? Do they, they must.
3: I, I, they must. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's possible they don't. Do you want to look into that? I
0: don't know the exact methodology. So to the point of the chatter, it's probably something I should be aware of. Let me check in on that. And thank you.
3: doesn't matter. You know what else is a downturn? The likes on this show. 45 minutes in and we only have 16% of likes to viewers. Wow. You Puntos need to do better and <laughs> hit that like button.
0: Well, thank you for uh, doing the shilling on my behalf. I appreciate that. Um, no, of course we appreciate likes on the stream and likes on the videos and all that. Um, uh, very much appreciated. Uh, I I have no idea what runs Susan's algorithm or doesn't. And as far as my channel is concerned, there's no algorithm to be run. It's just yeah, you're, it's you're in this nonsensical. You're in this corner where Susan just locks the numbers and that's it. They're just forever. Uh, they're set in stone. They can't be changed. <laughs> that's really bizarre. That's all right. um,
3: <laughs> but, but we're not banned.
0: I know. That's the weird thing. It's like you, you could stay here and we'll never punish you. But also, I had an emailer tell me, and I'm, I haven't confirmed um, on my uh, on my own, but an emailer told me that he used a different account and tried to search for my YouTube channel, and it returned no search results. Now, it's possible that my really hard-to-spell name was uh, improperly entered in, in this attempt, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I mean, I could believe it. I've heard people say things like that before, too, where it's just the kind of thing you have to know it's there. And if you know it's there, you can access it. If you don't, you'll never find it. That's Susan's way.
3: We really are in YouTube purgatory.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's fine. I like it here. All the cool people hang out here.
3: That's true. But like, I might have ruined your career, but you have allowed me to buoy myself on YouTube. Like two years ago, I was like, I'm going to interview all these people. I'm going to go out in a fucking blaze of glory. Jared Taylor comes on my channel, says Negro half a dozen (laughs) times. And here I am still not banned on YouTube. How is it So maybe I ruined your
0: career. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't know. All I know is... She is the thin, blonde line between me being philly d that's 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 all i that's all I know yeah
3: but I would be female Anglin if i didn't if yin you didn't have a kid and i my my racism didn't like prevent a child from getting fed uh yin and
0: yang uh, it's yeah. true
3: we really are preventing ourselves from self destruction,
0: <laughs> so one thing we can say about each other we really uh you really stop each other's worst from coming out. That's, that's a compliment that's even better than the one Gavin gave, gave you. you know?
3: What an asshole.
0: Yeah. Uh, by news. the way, real GDP is an inflation adjusted measurement. Uh, so what else it, do
1: they adjust for?
0: It would appear that uh, inflation is considered though, of course, inflation when and inflation how. I don't how, know all the yeah. specifics on that because inflation has, uh it's increased rather significantly in recent times and, what sort of weight does it get in that adjustment would be questions to answer. Um, Sorry. What was your question? One more time.
3: Uh, Oh, I just have an update on my eyeball. He's still waiting on pathology. So I really shouldn't complain.
0: (laughs) Hurry up with your recovery and get that eyeball shipped out. That's what really matters.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. No, yeah. what happened to him is really sad and tragic. He's taking it in good stride. Um, Okay. We got to bo- get through these because my butt is stuck on this leather chair. It's going to be a whole <laughs> thing getting up. All right. Some random guy says definitions now identify as subjective. Yeah, really? Did James- anybody
0: ask the definitions? I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. James Rogers, "Hey guys, I'm in the Navy, and I got uh, orders to move to Japan in a few months. I'm super excited, but really anxious because I'm going to miss my dog. I'd take her with me, but my dad's health is declining and he mm. loves dogs. Oh, well, well you're going to have the adventure of a lifetime. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, and I'm sure that well, wait, your dad, yeah, your, your dog is staying with your dad, right? So that's great. Yeah. I thought for a second, I thought you were worried about having a place to put your dog, but you got that uh, sorted out.
3: Yeah, and your dad and your dog can bond while you're gone and everything, and you're only going to be gone for a few months. Oh, wait, in a few months.
0: Yeah. But going to Japan, that sounds like kind of a fun awesome. deployment,
3: too. Awesome. Robin D. Banks, Matt, I'm not gay. Also, blonde, don't worry about thinking I'm a dude. We can't even define what a woman is, and we're changing definition to fit society now. So, how could you ever know? Also, said, Chud Buds, as we. Why are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? As we closing out mega month in the year of the red pill, keep the momentum going after cheating their way into the white house. They can't stop screwing up. And the normies are noticing you're always very positive on the normie question.
0: Yeah. It seems like, uh, well, we're going to get a good test in a couple months. We're going to get a good test of just how reachable the normies are. And, um, and I'm never going to stop calling Robin gay. I get that Robin is a, uh, is a female making jokes about heterosexuality. I don't care. Robin is gay, as far as I'm concerned.
3: Yeah. <laughs> totally gay. Brom39, Iranian border guards and Taliban clash in the last couple of days. Reportedly, one Taliban did things might be going down between Serbia and Kosovo.
0: Wait, Iran versus Taliban, that's what we're going to get?
3: That's what this said?
0: Well, shit. Uh, shit. All I know is the Taliban probably still have sweet weapons that we left, so... Maybe they have, a maybe they have an edge. Anyway,
3: <laughs> meatily says Matt, thanks for sending me the goose art. It was the first thing when I woke up, uh, I saw it when I woke up this morning and I laughed my brown ass off. I'd pay for a full size digital image to print and frame. It was really
0: funny. I, I'll tell you what, uh, I will connect you. Cause I'm not in position to, uh, handle any commercial exchange, but if you want, I can connect you with the artist. I will. Um, I'm going to put a note to myself to do that either tonight or tomorrow immediately. And if I forget, if you haven't heard from me in a couple days, days, uh, then shoot me an email and I will connect you to the artist and we can uh, see what we can do. So <laughs> uh, if people uh, don't know what I'm talking about, immediately is the guy who talked He's about the
3: geese slayer,
0: crucifying commie geese in his yard. And Josh is the artist who made the depiction.
3: Robin T. Banks. Uh, so let me get this straight. We can shut down the world for the sniffles, but we can't stuff degenerates back into the closet to save them from monkeypox. Yes.
0: it's um, correct. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Christopher Mulkey. Hey there, Matt. You should read The Populist Delusion by Nima Parvini. And Blonde, in addition to your Thomas 777 interview, I sent his info to you. Ah, I got that. You should also interview academic agent um, Nima Parvini. Um, people have been trying to set me up with academic agent. I should I should also do that.
0: Hmm. I'm not familiar, but uh, perhaps I will take a look. Thank you for the recommendation.
3: Um, Esoteric Unbound. If not for intellectual dishonesty, libs wouldn't be intellectual at all. Their war on the meaning of words is the last attempt to appear smart. Expect all of their subsequent arguments to be mindless shrieking. I know.
0: This is their last stand of uh, coherence. Is that what you're saying? Yep. I guess there's not much left after the words you're using don't have the definitions that you think they do. There's not Mm -hmm. much left to argue after that.
3: Chubby stubby, all it takes to stop the primate asspox pox outbreak is for guys who ass poke other guys to stop <laughs> using their flesh ticklers for like a week or two. Guess that's too much to ask for. Apparently it is.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's an, a completely unreasonable thing. Uh, I'm surprised you got that through Susan's filter. Well done, by the way.
3: It had a lot of dollar signs in
0: it. Primate ass pox. Again, the technical term is Floyd AIDS. Floyd AIDS. <laughs> or you can go with Schlong COVID.
3: Shlanka, uh, Chris Hines. Blanca, honorable mention for Gavin's hotties on the right. Well done. You know, I take offense to this because there aren't that many of us. And generally, I don't think we're a super good looking bunch. Like, you know, like Lauren Chen's really pretty. And we got Lauren Southern and, and some others. But there must be. I find it hard to believe that there there are even 10 of us.
0: Well, you're also comparing to uh, Olivia Juliana of Matt Gates fame. So that's true. Maybe give yourself a little more credit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck, when hunky jocks shopping for clunky clocks put skunky cocks in funky buttocks, they get the monkey pox. <laughs> no, uh, <I'm> the-
0: <laughs> Thank you. Hunky jocks shopping, shopping for clunky for clocks. clocks. Wait, what's the clunky clocks? What's I don't that know. about? Put
3: skunky cocks in funky buttocks. buttocks. They get monkey pox. Knuckle Hunky Buck, I I love all of our audience members, but like, you you're just he's the funniest he's the I, funniest one
0: I have to credit my wife for coming up with the monkey batox bit she'll be mad if I don't
1: yeah so, you know, okay it, okay monkey the- monkey
0: pox comes from monkey cocks in the monkey batox.
1: Yep. yep. that's how you get it
0: and we always wondered what it would sound like if Fauci warned of such a thing you gotta watch <laughs> out for the monkey cocks in the monkey Batox that's how you get the monkey pox okay <laughs> yeah you, <know>, you don't <laughs> I've done better Fauci's, but that's (laughs) Fauci talking about uh, Uh, monkey cocks and monkey buttocks.
3: Some random guy. It's always the B's and the G's that spread these plagues. God does not want you to put anything in your ass. (laughs) I I guess so. God doesn't. It's why, you know, your poop comes out your ass. There's no reason to put anything in your ass unless you're getting a colonoscopy. Yeah. Um, uh, Black Magic. Today, I made a they them cry their fault for coming onto my property talking politics. I'm just anti termitic, I guess.
0: A they um, them came onto your property to talk politics? <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's the correct answer. You're right. Uh, I, I don't even yeah. know why you're out of here. Mad at yourself yeah. at all?
3: Uh, Evil's advocate. I tune in for the summer flannel. Or maybe yeah. he's
0: not mad at himself. I, thank you for tuning in for the summer flannel by the
3: way why are you wearing flannel
0: it's forever flannel you know how it is uh i guess he's not saying he made the wrong move i think he's glad that he made the they them cry i should correct the record
3: i am so hot, robin D. Banks. blonde and i once made hate we painted a doll black and put wp wakandan people and left it in our co-workers toolbox we didn't mean it like that we're sorry
0: <laughs> yeah it might have been how do you know how do you know what yeah, the really? WP is for? I can
3: just see that black guy. Like he's got black nail polish. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get all these people for making me work.
0: Okay, one God. more time. My heart is crushed. <laughs> <laughs> my my soul is defeated. We will get. Oh wait, it's this. Face the. We will get justice. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's it. I'm ready for I'm ready for the prime time of local news for.
3: Really? Yeah. Uh, Searching for venture. My 10 uh, month old daughter is teething and has a hard time sleeping. My wife and I share 50, 50 baby responsibilities. Now, every other day, I don't get sleep. Any recommendations, (laughs) smile at camera, hide pain, man. I don't know. I, I do have always done nighttime. So my husband Mm. gets sleep, but he takes over in the morning. Okay. Maybe that's the solution. like, It works for my husband and I from I I do all the nighttime stuff, like sleeping everything with the baby. And then in the morning, he takes over for like a few hours so I can get some extra sleep. Mm. And that works great.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think being on the same page as far as expectations is key. However, those duties are distributed when one person expects another person to do the job and it isn't done. That's when you get. Um, difficulties so no matter what your choice I would just I would uh, advocate being clear and in agreement on what the expectations are as far as how to handle nights uh, I'm the wrong person to ask number one because uh, our son is a great sleeper he very rarely has nighttime episodes which is awesome Uh, they're few and far between Um, and um, and number two uh, because my wife handles most of those things when they do arise so I'm, I'm the wrong guy ask but i will say as far as teething when he has been uh, fussy because we got two poking out here and the top ones are just that's rough they're coming through right now um baby tylenol has been the solution to that and for him it works pretty well Um, oh and they
3: have these little um like teething looking things that you put frozen fruit in Hmm. And then it'll help the teeth come through and kind of yeah. numb it a little bit. Those those actually I had some good success with. But the most important thing is um, if you make more money, you won't have to do any of this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, concentrate on that. Become a yeah. uh, recession inflation billionaire because that's what it will cost.
3: Right. And but, then you can um, be like, I make the money. You do all this other stuff.
0: And as far as nighttime stuff, I don't know if it's just the nature of our son because he's my son and that's how I operate too. Um, But we have found a lot of good results in being very, very routine oriented, like go to bed at the same time. That helps him wake up at the same time. So sometimes he gets up a little earlier than normal. Sometimes he'll have a nighttime episode. But in general, he's, he's out at the same time and he wakes up at the same time and that eliminates those nighttime outbursts. So what time does he go to bed? Usually like 6:30, 7. What? Yeah. Oh and then that he's up goes to
3: sleep at like 10:30.
0: He um he he will wake up around 6, but we leave we let him be in his crib until uh 7 unless he's like really having a tough so time. He's so he's in
3: like a different room.
0: Yeah, he's in a crib in in his own room. So sometimes so my he'll kid be up sleeps a
3: little... until 9:30. So
0: so they're that's getting awesome. about the same amount of sleep. It's just a different time window.
3: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, Arch Stanton says, um, how long do we see an episode of Sesame Street where Bert has the poof? <laughs> I <finally laughs> like that one. Too.
0: Oh, that's is that the term for monkeypox? <laughs> yeah. Or is that or is that something else? What's poof poof?
3: Yeah. It's monkeypox. Oh. You know, they, uh in the UK they call faggots poofs.
1: Oh. Yeah. All right. Fair not enough.
3: nonsense. That's a pedo. We just found that out. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Gonzalez, what percentage of men in the MSM community had anonymous hookups with other men during the COVID lockdown? 100%.
0: I don't know if it's that high, but.
3: 99%. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's be fair.
3: It's the same right. percentage of abortions that are elective for basically no reason. So 99.9999%. Ah. Hmm. Uh, Donde 2K, the little girl was insufferable, played as a snarky 20-something. I couldn't wait for her to get kidnapped. I saw the crooked lawyer in his first scene. Yeah, it was a pretty predictable too. Hmm. Um, Jimny P. OK, I understood if I ever nominate movies, I'll ensure the can never camera uh, moves faster uh, than two degrees an hour. And they all speak so slowly and clearly a five year old border jumper can understand every syllable. <laughs> it wasn't the pace of the movie. It was the jumping around.
0: Yeah, oh, man, I understand some people might have stylistic preferences different from mine. I, from some, I, I actually would like to hear from someone who liked the editing and presentation style in this movie to explain it to me, because um, I just found it to be horrendously distracting and uh, hard to watch. Oh my god!
3: Okay, all right. I'm gonna um, have to get skin grafts from. Wednesday. It's <laughs>
0: completely stuck to the chair. Yeah.
3: Knuckle hunky Buck, you have a human toe, a bag of teeth, and you want an eyeball, but you don't want anybody to send anything weird. I'm um, sure. Thing. No, I don't want anybody to send me like their dick or their balls if they have uh, tests I, I you know i can't yeah. or like a miscarried fetus like nothing that's like truly upsetting <laughs> i
0: don't gonna, want any of that no stuff. miscarried fetus okay yeah yeah
3: none of that um but like you know if you have to get your foot cut off or something and you're just gonna throw it in some kind of medical trash compactor at the hospital yeah I'll take that foot mummify your foot Okay. I'm not the only person that's glad, into this stuff. Glad okay. we have Esoteric.
0: clarification.
3: <laughs> Esoterica Unbound. Yesterday, Nichelle Nichols passed away. She made it to 89, which is a respectable run. Nonetheless, it's a sad milestone for fans of the real Star Trek. But Shatner goes on. Um, I have never seen the original series. I'm a TNG purist.
0: I saw people trolling by posting pictures of Stacey Abrams in the Star Trek outfit, saying it was her. Now I get it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't understand what people were talking about, but now I do.
3: Um, Behina fam says I've done better Fauci Matt. So Matt and Fauci once made love <laughs> Matt wore a mask to protect, protect him from Fauci's d- droplets. Yeah, maybe D droplets. Yeah. Ew.
0: I mean, if anybody Ugh. gets around more than uh, an MSM enthusiast at the uh, kink and fetish up your alley festival in San Francisco, it would be me according to the chat. Ugh. According to the chat, yeah.
3: Billy Deluxe. Um, that invert wouldn't have the pox around his man pleaser if he didn't have it planted firmly in some dude's seat cushion. I love you guys so much.
0: God, man. Rough chats <laughs> tonight.
3: <laughs> Skeptical faith. Tom Luingo says Wall Street is not in with WHF. They were trying to tank the dollar, but WS is turning it onto the euro and will bankrupt the Rothschilds, et cetera.
0: So Wall Street working with the World Economic Forum? Yes. I don't know all the specifics here, but what's
3: uh, WS? They're trying Wall to tank Street. the dollar, but Wall Street. Oh, gotcha. But Wall Street is turning into the euro that will in that will uh, bankrupt Rothschild, etc. Hmm. hmm, that's kind of a relief, though. They're not in with the World Economic.
0: Forum. Sorry, I was just I was reading ahead a little bit, and as far as the tinfoil, I can believe any and all tinfoil at this point.
3: Um, last one. Long done John. I got monkeypox vaccine today. Now I can have full peace of mind while I'm cornholing Matt. Oh, that can't Yacked be the last one. queer.
0: Thank you for the cornhole reference. I do have a few on uh, Tippy stream. Are oh you, thank uh, God we can't
3: end on that note. All right.
0: Uh let's see where I left off. Uh it was that's right, it was Ooga Booga Lou, right? <laughs> yeah. It was the monkeypox and the funky cox one. That's where we started with that. John H says YouTube stopped delivering my chats. More money for you. Uh, Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law and new law doesn't replace old law. Mainstream Christianity has transgressed uh, the Torah and we are being judged for it. Well, I don't know that I have any particular insider expertise on that theme, but uh, those are the sort of questions that we do consider and discuss in the Saturday evening Bible study to plug that once again details on the website uh and thank you john i appreciate it let's see i think we're all set uh, we're good on uh d live and we're good on tippy stream Uh all we'll set on youtube here. i take it yep yeah. all right well uh we will call it a stream there thank you guys for joining live as usual and um for your chats about Monkeypox pox funky cox in the monkey Batox or whatever it was that was discussed tonight thank you for that uh, if you're listening later on demand thank you kindly as well for uh, your support for the show and uh, of course if you're looking for uh, more listening material you can find that uh, in the audio platforms of the show they're linked in the description and over on the website that is matt christensen media.com look for the podcast page speaking of if you're looking for anything else show related if you want to find more episodes of the show if you want to get in touch with us and send a message if you want to find anything show related find a t-shirt or anything like that matt we'll be back next sunday remember no wednesday stream this week next sunday because if it's sunday sorry chuck todd it's not me. the press it's the matt and blonde show have a great night